It's Trisha, Just Trish, and Oscar, and Moses, too. Hi, guys. Welcome back to Just Trish. It's a podcast for now, but we're manifesting a TV show. I was just telling Oscar, I want to do this every single day. Like, it's actually so much fun. I'm so shook that people watch this. Like, you guys know I'm in a flop era right now. Like, everything I do seems to flop. I've done, like, five podcasts that, like, have flop, flop, flop. And I was shocked. I was shocked people cared and watched it. And I'm very exciting on the flop channel. Everyone's like, it should be Trish Talks. If you guys look at the past videos on this channel, I've done a Trish Talks. I've done Dish of Trish. I have, like, all the Trish puns and a lot of people tell you not to put your name in a title they're like no don't but I just I just love Trish everything I love branding Trish I mean again like would you wear a shirt that says just Trish it's like I would would you wear one? Oh, you know I would. I still wear my uh, Trisha Paytas Heartbreak Tour merch all the time. No way! Yeah. Did you get it when you came? Because we did an interview at the tour, which is like, I was I was in my skinny era then, but is that when you got it? Or did you yeah, come to the show? You, no, but we did your rehearsals, and then yes. you literally just like, come to my car. I have a shirt. And then you went through a box <laughs> in your car, and you said, here, take a shirt. And I I'm said, the modern okay. day Angeline. Here's the shirts out of my trunk. <laughs> I would love to get Angeline on the show. I think she could be a get, don't you think? She literally lives like off my exit. Like We yeah. see the, her pink Corvette all the time. Like, I would love Angeline. I also would really love The weekend. Abel. <laughs> Abel. Oh, is he not The weekend anymore? No. Ah! He, he rebranded to just Abel, actually. No yeah. way. No, but he still goes by Post The weekend on Instagram. Idol. I think... I think if he's an like if he's acting producing, I think he's able, and I think if he's music, he's. Uh, I I, I I felt like the weekend today. I just feel like his energy and his vibes. I like they were playing songs for me in the glam today. They were like showing me songs like he did with like Ariana Grande and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And I was like, how have I never heard of him before the Idol? And I'm obsessed with him. It's, you live in a weird trick <laughs> bubble, that's for sure. Like you've hardly heard a Taylor Swift song. You, I know. Hard, you don't know who Doja Cat is. Yeah. It's very. We were briefing a little surreal. bit beforehand, mm-hmm. and you're like. Doja Cat and I was just and you're telling me how many followers she had and I was like I and I think we talked about this recently because I was like I don't know a Doja Cat song so then most, most like you, you heard it on TikTok so he played me the TikTok songs I was like okay but it was a say so why don't you say so that's Doja Cat I couldn't I wouldn't have been able to tell you what she looked like or anything like that I know she was a cat at the Met Gala like I know that was like a thing but the weekend like I literally just knew he dated Selena Gomez and I didn't know but I'm in my weekend era able era what are we in able era Right? But then I was like, oh, I could. I literally tweeted him because I was like, oh, can you come on my podcast? Like, whatever. I tweeted him like last week. And then I just didn't realize like how popular he was. Like, he literally tweeted that he sold out like more shows than Michael Jackson or something. And I was like, he's very, he's done the Super Bowl. He's very, very popular. Yeah. It was a couple years ago. The weekend did the Super Bowl? Yes. It was maybe two or three years ago. (sighs) Yeah. Was it everything? Was it a hit? Um, you see, I'm mostly like a pop girl. Right. Kind Same. Of yeah. So. But The weekend is a little pop, no? He is a little pop, yeah. He sounds like Michael Jackson. The Ariana Grande song I heard is like, oh, it sounds like Michael Jackson or something. I like when he collabs with Ari, but, you know, I'm more, I pretty much exclusively listen to Taylor Swift and Olivia Rodrigo. And he so, has not collabed with he, her. No, neither. So, really? Speaking of, it turns out that there's a study of college kids that shows the kids with the highest GPA listen to Taylor Swift the most. But also right under was The weekend. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's what you should have let off with. Wait, what? Yeah, so what? I think we're smarter than we think. That's actually crazy. Yeah. That's so- crazy because I'm a new weekender. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's so weird. Those two were the top two. I think it was like uh, Taylor Swift, SZA, but in The weekend, But <laughs> it was very close. Who's between- SZA? You don't know SZA? Uh, no. Uh, I just killed my ex. Okay, no from TikTok. And then uh need a big boy. I need a big you know. Oh yeah, TikTok. TikTok. Yes, okay. I was thinking your TikTok. If you get popular on TikTok, then you're popular. Yeah, that's That's what I I had to explain TikTok sounds. Yeah. Yeah. I love those. I know all the sounds on TikTok for sure. So 
those are like the top. The wow. Top yeah. Random. I wonder what the correlation between those three are. I know. Well, men, it was mostly men that are listening to The Weeknd and mostly females that are listening oh, really? to Taylor Swift and SZA. Yeah. Oh, why would I think? I would feel like he. But he's also big in, he's big in both, but he was number one in men and then like number two or three in women. No yeah. way. But overall, two or three. Yeah, yeah I guess I want to know what kind of music men listen to. Yeah. Like I mean, Moses listens to Kate Bush. Yeah, I don't think Kate Bush was on that. But probably, <laughs> I probably. I think if they did like adults, I feel like smart right. adults probably listen That's to Kate Bush. What do you? Yeah. Who do you listen to? The fact that you know Kate Bush, I didn't even know who she was when I met him. Yeah, Stranger Things. Well, yeah. now that's what <laughs> yeah, became <laughs> big. But I didn't. I mean, he was like a Kate Bush fan before Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. I could see him collaborating with Taylor Swift. I don't know like anything about. It. I just really love the Idol, you guys. Like I hated the Idol slander. That was my show. I hope it comes back. And you have to, can you please watch it? Can you please watch it so we have something I, to? Yeah, I think I will. I'll go back and watch it for you. I have enough reasons to. You, Troy, Jenny, yes, Lily. Rose. Yeah. Oh, like Abel. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. I don't know why. I feel like anyone who kind of like similar like looks like me, I like. I think I'm like, oh, you know what? I could be I could be him. Like anybody I see myself Oh, I in. did forget that you, you the comparisons between you and Yes. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of people think we like look alike. And so I, I heard that like even before I knew who like The weekend was, like people had told me and I was like, oh, really? Like I didn't know who it was. <laughs> and then when I watched I was like, oh, we have the same vibes kind of. And I when I got dressed this morning, like literally I've been singing it. Like you guys heard me. I've been singing it like, I can't feel my face. One. That's like the only one I know. Because I looked him up on wikipedia apparently he had a substance abuse problem like ketamine so i'm like maybe he wrote the song i can't feel my face with you when he was like on ketamine because that's how i feel you can't feel your face when you're on ketamine <laughs> it was on his wikipedia so don't come for me because i was just like i'm fascinated by him God, i get on these obsessions how do you feel about my obsessions babe do you think it's like weird like when i get obsessed with guys because i think it's kind of weird i think i'd be weirded if you're like i'm obsessed with ariana grande I'd be like why no but that's i mean that's really what people don't know that's what creates the flow of creativity that is trish Oh. Is the... My obsessions? One obsession to the next mm-hmm. to the next. That's and it's obsession. Obsession becomes a project. Interesting. I love when you hyperfixate. Yeah, I love a good... When you hyperfixate on something. I'm similar-ish, but I have very specific ones. But you will hop all over and with no <laughs> reference as far as timeliness or anything at all. Like... It's very surreal. Your Twilight one, mental. I've always loved Twilight. So when all of a oh. sudden you were into tw- a Twihard, I a lived twi for hard. that. Yeah, we could probably get uh, Taylor Lautner because he has a podcast yeah, now. Ashley Green, I feel like is also. Who's Ashley Green? She was the one with the little bob, little pixie cut. Okay, yes, love her. Is she is she doing stuff now? I think she does a podcast too, or she did do a podcast. Love yeah. that, but not Robert Pattinson. He's very anti Twilight. Everything I see, he's like hates Twilight. During the Batman, like press run it was during the twilight renaissance and he was having some good laughs about it same with Kristen stewart i think they've come around and see the appreciation they for embrace it, it. Yeah. i like when people embrace stuff i hate when people are like i don't want to talk about this i don't want to talk about that's like embrace it like twilight was like iconic same with hunger games like another franchise that had a, hun- a fundamental part in my <sighs> i think we're like this is where the age gap comes in like we're only five years apart but this is why i tell people like it's like hard for me to date people younger because it's like hunger games like i don't get it i saw the first one i'm like i don't get it oh my god like uh, what is what is what's the meaning behind it like what's the purpose what why are you feeling some type of way about the hunger Games? there is some you know i love a fierce girl getting stuff done okay and i think the fact mm-hmm. that she you know she was against all odds she was the underdog she was fighting for her sister okay. she was put in this love triangle but really it was about her survival and she was serving looks in the capital. It has a little bit of I don't everything. know about the looks. I don't think serving looks. Sorry. Oh, my God. I'm all her about glam, but like that braid. Her dress when she spun around and she caught on fire. That was iconic. That yeah, was Lenny Kravitz did it. I You're such strength. a feminist. I didn't I know. Honestly, I think I'm, yeah. Love I think that. I'm, especially in a post-Barbie world. I feel like this is the category of today's conversation because, okay, on one hand, I'm so with you. Like, Barbie movie, 
love. <laughs> but do you have Snow White? Okay, I have note cards, by the way. I, I did notes too today. I was prepared, you guys, because everyone's like, Oscar's doing all the work, which is very true. He is very <laughs> beneficial to this podcast. But I was like, oh, I have some topics. So look at my Trish cards. Just Trish, just Trish. And instead of hot takes, we're doing Trish takes, Trish takes. We're just doing everything Trish, even though there's other people involved. But um, I have my cards too. But no, I feel like this is a very big theme. So like, I love the Barbie movie. Got some backlash for being anti-men. Do you think people are actually upset? Do you think people just want to say this to like get attention? I think a little bit of both. I think people are so ex- the right the conservative like movement quote unquote is so extreme. Whereas like they will take anything and like milk it, especially something that's as big as the Barbie movie. Mm-hmm. It's like literally a pop culture phenomenon. It's almost cool to hate on a thing that's popular and to take something that's so big and like run the opposite. You know, right? Yeah. Um, it just makes you stand out, especially in that like echo chamber of like negativity where it's like people want someone to agree. If people don't like it, they want to find someone who agrees with them. Cause like know? the Barbie movie, I was like, really, how are you going to be like so offended? It's literally Barbie. It's dolls. <laughs> it's Barbie it's like made for girl. You know what I mean? Like the Barbie itself is like a toy made for girls. Like yeah. how it was brought up and marketed. So it's right. like what you went into it expect. What did you expect it to be? Yeah. And it wasn't even like anti, that's the thing. It wasn't like anti men. It was just pro women, you know? Totally. Was, yeah. They, all they did was just like put, in Barbie land, put men where women were in the real world. That's really the tea. Right, the you, flip. So if you're that upset with that, then what do you think it's yeah, like for women? No, it was actually so crazy you know? when I saw that. I was like, oh. And can I tell you, like, I used to be such a Ryan Gosling hater. Like, I was such a hater on Ryan Gosling. Like, I don't know why. Like, a secret hater. I never, like, left comments up for him or anything like that. I'm not that hater. But I used to be such a secret hater. People were like, watch The Notebook. Can't stand The Notebook. No, watch La La Land. Literally, we didn't even finish it. We tried to watch it like a month ago and could not finish La La Land. And then what was the other movie we watched? Oh, Crazy Sexy Love. And I was like, God, he's just really not good. Like, I was such a Ryan Gosling hater. I was like, he's not good. I don't find him attractive. Like, again, this is a secret hater. I don't know why I'm saying all that. Obviously, Ryan Gosling, you're fine. But Barbie, I was obsessed with him. And I was like, oh my God, I'm like obsessed with Ryan Gosling. I got it. I was like, he's so funny. He's so like, he's singing. I was like, oh my God, he's singing. He's so cute. He's like, I was obsessed with Ryan Gosling. Someone said he was going to get nominated for Oscar. I don't know how true that is, but. I think there's like an aggressive campaign for him. I would want to see Margot Robbie because it's, again, it's Barbie movie. <laughs> the women should definitely be acknowledged. I think America Ferreira and Margot Robbie should Mick also Ferreira be. Was great. You did know? you catch at the end? Did you follow America Ferreira's career? Have you followed her? Yeah, since like gotta kick it up. Okay, did yeah, you catch at the end it. when he yeah. said that? I was like, wait, is that a reference? Yeah. <laughs> And that's her real, I think so. And it's like her real husband too, which makes it. Oh, it was? Yeah. That's her real life husband. Okay. Cause that was also like random. I mean, is he an actor? Cause I was like, this is kind of a random role. He didn't really add to the story. I know. I think it was, I kind of feel like it was a little bit random, you know, but I I almost thought like the husband was dead the way she was talking about like, you know, I've been lonely and mm -hmm. (laughs) then he's like there. definitely split. Learning Spanish for her. I was like, girl, why are you lonely? Your husband's I know. But I guess that also kind of reflects like the Barbie journey of like, you know, he's just Ken, you know? Oh, okay. Okay. I get that. Yeah. It was great. When he said Cesar Boyle, I was like, it means yes, I can. Yeah, that <laughs> right? left a mark. Yes. <laughs> As a Latina, yeah, I can I'm so, no. <laughs> <laughs> From the movie, got to kick it up. It was I yes, I can. Not that <laughs> Not because I'm Latina. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Okay. <laughs> and I love – it makes me so happy that the Barbie is, like, a big phenomenon. Like, I love going to the movie theater and seeing everyone in pink. Yeah. Did you wear it pink? Just, yeah, of course. I love that. Me too. It just made me so happy. Cinema was back, baby. Cinema yeah. was – it was an experience going it to see Barbie. It was so fun. Like, I went twice this weekend. Me and too. I like, it was so fun just to, like, see everyone excited for movies again. Yeah. I love movies. I'm a movie person. I me too. And it's been so long since I feel like there's been – such excitement for the movies again and yeah. I left so happy like yeah it was emotional but I left feeling good yeah about, you 
Yeah, you know? movies are like an escape. I just I love movies. I'll yeah. go see any movie that's out. I love Me it. Me too. No, it's great. Hardy yeah. Neff is in everything. Yeah, uh, I love her. She's in the Idol. Yeah, is she really so good? She plays a Vanity Fair reporter, oh right? Isn't that what she is? A Vanity Fair reporter who Spoiler. does it on the <laughs> Spoiler. Um, she interviews Jocelyn, and she's so good. And the first time we saw, her, I think, was in You, which I'm obsessed with. You, I love him. Oh, I, love you. I don't think he would like me. I think he's very like. He just seems like someone who's kind of like, um, like like an almond mom. You know what I mean? Like yeah, a crunchy mom that would not like me. Very, be like, yeah, you're too much. Anti like consumerism kind of. Right there, yeah, you go. That's, uh, that's what it is. Consume. But he has a great podcast. I listen to all the time, yeah. and I actually really love. I'm obsessed with you because, like, I really think that's like based off of me. I feel like they wrote that show because that's like <laughs> totally me. Like I understand his psyche. You know what I mean? I mean he's crazy, but I mean obviously not towards the end. But like at the first season, I was kind of like, oh, I can never understand Bef- obsessions with yeah, people. I never followed right mine is that part (laughs) okay snow white though did you see all this controversy did you see rachel zegler and gal gadot's interview talking about this no i didn't see their interview talking about it okay so they recently just did one and it was all over my tiktok page saying that and i love rachel zegler can i tell you i was like the og i'm sure there's a tweet somewhere like literally like 10 years ago of me tweeting a cover of one of her songs of hamilton i was like how are you not so famous and then like she's everywhere and i love her so this is like really not any shade towards her or gal gadot love gal gadot too she was supposed to be barbie love gal gadot but um they did this interview on the red carpet of some red carpet like a couple days ago and they're like what's different about this movie snow white what can we expect and rachel zegler was just like it's not 1937 the prince is not gonna save her she does not care about true love she wants to be a leader and that's what she's what she's born to do and that's it that's what it's about and everyone's like but this is snow white like why don't you just make a whole new movie about another like princess that like wants to be a leader why are you doing snow white when there's no prince that's gonna save you mm-hmm. and okay but now you're ultra feminist what do you think about this like i feel okay go ahead go See, my i think my thing is when everything has been a certain way for a really long time and i think we're in this point in history where it's kind of like the cusp and you have to almost go so aggressively the other way in order to make up for a lot of the time that has been like lost. So, but I do get it because it's kind of like, you don't want to twist the original story so much that it's not the original story. You know what I mean? It's almost like a new take on it. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to, if you're going to say you're going to do a live action of, you know, the cartoon, you should hold similar things in common. Like the little mermaid did a good job with it. I think where she had, they changed the little parts of it to make it not so, you know, old fashioned as far as like what her motivations, mm-hmm. Ariel was like wanted to explore and that was her thing. It wasn't specifically about, you know, the prince. And I think Aladdin did that too. I think yeah. Jasmine was all, to, oh, can I say though? I kind of did have an issue with that because what Jasmine got to be the Sultan and I'm kind of like, oh, can't we just like, you know, the romanticize, the fantasy, a man just like comes and save us. You know what I mean? I was single independent for so long and I still am. Like I'm still boss, <laughs> babe, like all this stuff like that. But I'm telling you, like there is something very romantic and wonderful about finding like true love and like finding a prince charming that kind of like somewhat saves you and you can still be boss you can still be leader which i guess aladdin kind of did then like she's sultan and has aladdin which is like cool that i get but to not have like any prince again that's what they said in this interview so i don't know but to not have any prince and to not like care about that i'm like i wish we could just have one where that is it because don't you just want to be rescued sometimes like sometimes as a strong independent girl boss babe all this stuff like that sometimes you just want to be like rescued and carried you know you just kind of want to be can you just can you just help me i've been doing so much for so long the minute he took out the trash i was like i'm so in love i've been doing that my whole life i'm so <laughs> tired i have to work and the barbie monologue was so great with america Ferrer because you have to do so much and everything it's sometimes nice to just be saved yeah and i don't think there's any, i think it's such a complex kind of thing to you because it is it's not anti-feminist to want that either you know what i mean it's right 
all because you want to kind of have a little bit of a traditional element in a relationship or an entertainment, that doesn't mean you're anti-feminist also. You know, yeah. it's very complex and it's not black and white. I do think in media, it's good to kind of have that angle though just because like I said it's been we've had so much media where it is that case you know mm-hmm. um even like early 2000s it was all very much like your uh, woman is defined by the relationship and you know it's kind of like in Barbie you take off your glasses and you're like all of a sudden you're the hot girl like we've had so <laughs> much of that so yeah. it is nice to now have this wave of something that's a little bit different you know and I do think like right now I think it is aggressively anti-men it's like yeah it's kind of just like the opposite right now, right? But mm-hmm. I think in a couple of years, it'll kind of even out because we've made up for that, like, lost time, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, I think it's, you like, know? a little too pushy with it. And especially with Disney. And it's, like, and these are classics since you love. I'm just, like, just remake a different movie because they're also doing magical creatures. That's a hot topic right now. Have you seen this on no, Snow? No, I love the Trish take. We're ah, bringing different- <laughs> Trish takeover. Okay, how many have seen this? This has been everywhere. And honestly, it's, it makes me so upset. Maybe it shouldn't be. But, like, okay, so this has been everywhere. Like, everyone's been talking about this. Is Same thing with the Snow White movie is Everyone is upset because they're not the Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. It's Snow White and the Magical Creatures. Oh, yes, yes, yes. No, I did see this. Yeah. yeah. So they did not cast. And this is the politically correct way to say it. I did look it up. Dwarf. You can call them mm-hmm. dwarf actors, right? Is that? I you think so. That? Yeah. Yeah. I looked it up because I just want to make sure because Pierce Morgan had on. Um, oh, I have my note. I didn't want to make sure I get his name right. Is Dylan Postal, who is, uh, I think he might have been a wrestler too, everyone was saying, but uh, he is a dwarf actor. So he was on there saying that that's what they go by and, um, you know, all stuff. And Weeman also was talking about this. So basically, Peter Dinklage, you know him mm-hmm. from Game of Thrones yeah. and uh, was in a ton of movies, Elf, all the stuff like that, was basically said like last year, like um, Disney, this is like not progressive, like whatever. And then Disney like changed it and we're like, okay, we're gonna have magical creatures. We're not gonna have any, we're not gonna hire, I think there's one dwarf actor in there and I think all the rest are just like, um, I don't know what they call them, like average size people, I don't know. Um, and so all these dwarf actors now are like, upset because they're like this is like our moment like the snow white and the seven dwarves yeah. being remade like this is like and so it's kind of the opposite of inclusive right they're like disney was trying to be like politically correct but now you're like not including them at all like it's and so they were very like upset and they're very upset with peter dinklage who has who was an elf and one of the like jokes is about being like a dwarf and being like oh it's a little elf so he's like monetized. He's like gained. He's gotten money off of this, and now he's trying to take away. Like all these people are like pissed because like what? And we man too. He like joined into and be like, this is like so unfair. Like this is our roles. Like what? Yeah, that's really that makes sense because, like you said, there's not a lot of roles for them. So now that all of a sudden there's an opportunity for basically seven jobs, right? Mm-hmm. For these actors. So it does make sense that all of a sudden now we're taking away roles that finally there's like opportunity for these people to get jobs and now they don't have the opportunity anymore. Yeah, Peter Dinklage's ar- argument was like, you know, we should just play any characters. It doesn't have to be for, you know, specifically dwarf yeah. actors, which is very true. But like he was saying is like, you know, I'm not going to get a part that goes to like Ryan Reynolds or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Deadpool necessarily, which, you know, they should be and could be. But he's saying, you know, when there's a specific role that's so specifically your type and those are given to actors of like average size that can like play any role, you know, that that's when they're like a little annoyed. And there was someone, I think it was a Piers Morgan we were watching, which is like, when do you ever agree with Piers Morgan? Never. But they had like a, he called himself a Wokey. This guy was like, I'm a Wokey or whatever. And he was very, he was was like no like you know and they he's like debating this like this actor that um sorry dylan and saying like you know they're just trying to be i don't know i think see i think that makes sense because it's it's almost like if a person if a role is uh like for a person of color like if it's an adaptation from a book or something right. and that character is written to be a person of color and you did the and you made them white like that you're taking for away sure. a, a 
something from a minority and giving it to a majority. So right. I think it's maybe a little bit similar to that. Like these people are a minority and this is finally an opportunity for them. And then all of a sudden you're taking that away and giving it to a majority, which is like the average height people. Yeah. So maybe it's something like that. And I can understand that. I guess that goes too. kind of to this other debate then of like, you know, in Glee, what was his Kevin McHale, I think is his oh, name, yeah. was not in a wheelchair, but playing, I forget his name in the show, but playing Artie, Artie, yeah. Artie in a wheelchair. Like, should that have gone to someone in a wheelchair? Yeah, I didn't think yes. I should have. Right? And it's funny. I think they kind of course corrected, quote unquote, a little bit because I remember in the Glee Project. When I love the Glee Project. Yeah, I, oh my God. <laughs> so niche. Are we the only two people that watched the Glee Project? I love Project? the Glee Me Project. Too. <laughs> um, and then they had that actress, I forget her name, but she was in a wheelchair. And then they caught. She's on she Broadway win. now. She's like yeah, in Oklahoma. She won a she's Tony. Great. Yeah, yeah, I know. I forgot her name too. I love her. Um, but oh, she they, was in um, uh, Murders in the Building yes. too. Yeah, oh, yeah she's great. Selena. Yeah. Yes, Lena. Who knows the weekends? Lena, if you know the weekends. Yes. But I feel, yeah, I feel like maybe they tried to course correct, and then they, even though she didn't win, she was like in a few episodes. But yeah, I think. Oh, is that why they? Did? Well, I mean, right. Like you think they maybe were trying to be like, okay, we'll put. And I mean, she was obviously really talented anyway. Of but course. Then may, I think they were at a point where they saw that maybe they shouldn't have done that. Maybe, and then. I think with those like you know, very specific things, I think it's like yeah, like if there's roles for that, like you know, and those people should play all the characters. You know what I mean? But. Yeah, I think it it kind of works like that, right? Like there should. They should be – if you're in a minority, you should not be shut out of playing something that's in the majority. Right. But if a role is written for someone in a minority, then mm-hmm. they should also be, like, the first ones to get that – What do you think about – opportunity, I think. Gay roles. Like, do you think only gay actors should only play gay roles? I don't know. I don't know if it's as, like, black and white. I think it definitely helps when a gay actor gets the gay role, you know? Um, I think if it was up to me, I think – a that should be the first choice, you know? Because right. I think, like I said, there's not like as many opportunities. I mean, there's people like uh, Pedro Pascal. Uh, like, there's actors that do play, like, straight roles. And Wait, is Pedro Pascal gay? Yeah, he's gay. I don't, is he, he out? He's out, but he hasn't... It's not like oh, he's, he's not branded as that. No, he's like, because oh. he like follows, like, oh. OnlyFans guys on Instagram. Like, he's... I did not He's, like, know. out, but not... They, yeah. yeah but i kind of like love that too because it's yeah. like there is that spectrum all my gay friends are there's you know there's some that are like very out and love to do pride and then there's some that's just like low-key like doesn't define them yeah exactly matter, you know? and Which... i think pedro's kind of in that too but oh, um, interesting. yeah it's i like that they can like gay people can play straight roles and have it not be a big deal but i think like kind of similar they should be the first ones looked at for gay roles i think that makes i agree sense. i feel like with straight roles whatever anyone play you know play them whatever everybody plays them you know like but i think with like gay roles especially like gay icons like freddie mercury yeah. elton john i know both of those guys were straight, straight. right mm-hmm. and like i do think there is like a little bit like uh i don't know i just feel like there could have been like a gay actor that could have played those because that like is what embodies that's what that person stands for especially someone like freddie mercury and elton john who are very like that's you know they pro gay all the stuff like they, they do for the gay community it should be some to play them I guess I don't know and I'm not on the fence I'm not like aggressively you know not gonna watch it just because a straight actor is playing it but it does it does, is in the back of my mind a little bit if that makes yeah, sense yeah I know? feel I, I, I'm kind of more aggressively about it I'm kind of like thinking they should go to gay actors yeah. cause there's so many there's so many talented gay actors that don't get to play straight because they are gay or they're open or whatever you know what I mean yeah. interesting how do we get on that oh we were talking about the Snow White yeah so yeah. Snow White's shrouded in controversy right now which is like crazy and they're just like just and also the outfit they put rachel's like, oh, like i know awful it is sad this whole movie's sad i really think they just need to like 
pull it and like maybe cast all dwarf actors because like honestly like it's iconic dwarf actors don't have a problem with this except for one Peter Dinklage all the other people are like give us these roles we want these roles and I think everybody else is like yeah we want to see that so yeah and I get that it's dicey like it's hard to you know please everyone mm-hmm. but yeah dude at the end of the day I think if you were taking opportunities away from a minority then you should rethink it that's kind of like my perspective no I for sure yeah. I think when it's like that like Aladdin they did a really good job casting like everyone all from like the Middle East and and like yeah. uh, all the different cultures. I think that's like important. You know what I mean? I don't know. I think it's good. Oh, speaking of the weekend. And then I'm like, sorry, back to Abel. Um, there's, you, you did not hear about this. Bobby Altoff, her podcast with Drake. Oh yeah. You were telling me about this. And so I, you don't know who on, Bobby is. No, we were on different talks. I which think. is crazy. But yeah. I kind of, I'm shocked. Cause don't we see this everywhere? Like, I feel like we see her interview with Drake everywhere. And you're like, I don't know. You said, you said you don't follow Drake news. Is no. he, is he canceled? Everyone's canceled, um, but again, canceled. it's like I just more follow the girlies, and he <laughs> kind of annoys. He has this thing where he always tries to release music when a big female artist is releasing music, what? and it really irks me. You think? Yeah, he did it with Taylor for her last. Oh, okay, album, it goes back to Taylor and Swift. He was salty when she beat him on the chart. Of course, you know she's gonna come out. On he top. was salty. Yeah, he like posted a salty little Instagram story after Taylor like. Um, beat him on the charts the second week of what the did night. he say he just posted a because she released like remixes of anti-hero and he made was like basically throwing shade that she had to release a remix to stay at number one wow the fact that she could release a remix and be and at then, number one is kind of impressive yeah exactly drake wow. so aubrey okay aubrey <laughs> right that was the whole thing on this <laughs> on this interview was him Shim, i first i didn't know i love that like i love that they have these like pseudonyms like they're drake yeah. and then they're aubrey and they're weekend and they're able like i think that's kind of everything but um yeah he was on this again i don't i don't follow drake i don't follow anyone but this girl's like a tiktoker i only know her as being a tiktoker she's kind of a very like how would you describe her sense of humor like i don't know is she like a character like yeah she's in character and she's like very i don't know trying to be funny like you see that she's in character it's heavy but how would you describe that character she's very dry sarcastic and like she'll do horrible stuff to her like as a mom but be very dry about it. She has like a baby. She called Rich. I don't know. It's so hard to explain to someone who doesn't know. But she has on TikTok. <laughs> she has the only way. I should put a trigger warning for this. The only way I could kind of describe it is like Miranda Sings kind of. Oh. Like a little like awkward. Yeah. Not. That level. Right. But there's <laughs> like the dry. Which. I, I never get that. I never get that interaction. Like I just. I don't understand that kind of humor. Maybe yeah. like people compared it to like Between Two Ferns. Did you ever see that yeah. podcast the with Zach, Zach Galifianakis? So yeah. people are comparing. It to, I don't get the sense of humor at all. Like at first I like, is this a character? Apparently she's a character. But she had Drake on, and she only had four episodes, by the way. So only four episodes, and she said Drake. So we can do our fourth episode with Abel. <laughs> if you know what I mean. I wonder who's more popular, Drake or The Weeknd. That's actually a good question because they both are very successful. Probably I think the, weekend. the weekend right now. Yeah, because yeah, of the idol. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah but yeah, I think, well, he probably can't come on until after the strike, which is like fine, which hopefully gets resolved. I don't know if we can talk about that. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know what we can talk about. I just don't want to get canceled. But um, but yeah, she has all these people. And I'm like, the people are saying she's like an industry plant because it's like, how do you get these big guests? Because she has like another rapper named Little Yachty coming on next week. Oh, yeah, week. I know Little Yachty. Okay. Yeah. So how is she getting all these people when she only I, has four episodes? Yeah, you got to li- I'm going to have to do some investigative journalism because she's okay. probably like a bigger company or something is behind someone said a nepo baby we heard possibly oh. a nepo baby but we i didn't look i didn't find her parents yeah there i mean there's the, yeah if 
they aren't even doing like traditional their interviews. There's definitely a reason why they're doing. She was like, she flips Toronto and she's like, it's, she, they're in bed. That's like the thing. And she's like married with like kids and stuff like that. And they're talking about their kids or whatever. And I'm just like, this is like, how did this happen? Honestly, like good for her. Like I always, like I said, I'm never a hater. I'm always just like, how does this happen? Because yeah. I want to know. Like I want to be able to do this. But it's like I've been doing social media for like 16 years, and I'm just like. How do they get these people? It's definitely – it gives me industry plan vibes. I don't That's know anything someone about said. it, but that is my, like, I should have ran this – I thought you would know this. I was going to run this by you, but – No, especially with, like, rappers, <laughs> like, male rappers. I love female rappers. Male rappers, I'm very, like – I love that you're so feminist, like, ultra-female pro-woman. Yeah, and I, I don't really this. notice it until, like, I start explaining things. I'm like, wow, I really don't like any men, really. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. No, I used to be anti-men. I go through eras. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, ugh, I'm a little anti-men, but now I'm very – I still can be anti-men sometimes. I just yeah. have such a good man in my life that I'm like, oh, I kind of love men, and I, yeah. they're great, and they should – they're great, and they're awesome, but I don't know. I think when it just comes – I'm just skeptical when it comes to, like, pop culture stuff, I think. I think I go out of my way to support women – entertainers more so yeah just instinctually like as a gay person i just identify more with them mm-hmm. and then i think it's also just harder for them so that's like i think i will go to war for them more often and that's you know? so true that's why i try not to be a hater on anyone like i did a podcast i did the julie fox podcast actually and i was talking about Meghan markle and i'm like oh my god she's so annoying like she didn't she said she didn't know the queen was a big deal and she thought it was medieval times and i was like kind of being a hater and they were like oh that's oh, what was the word they used Misogynist? Misogynist, yeah. Oh, misogynist. Yeah. They're like, that's like misogynistic. And they're like, that's okay. Everyone's misogynistic. I'm like, I'm not misogynistic. But but then I kind of understood it in the sense of like, you know, yeah, if you're you, like, you shouldn't, if you like don't agree with what a woman's doing, like maybe don't tear it down because so many people are trying to, especially Meghan Markle. She was bothering me, but I was like, you know what? Let me not talk about this because everyone's trying to tear her down. And yes, she could be cringy and all this stuff like that. But it's like, as a woman, maybe I shouldn't be that one to like also join in with all these people trying to tear her down. Even though I wasn't tearing her down, I was just like, oh my God, she's so annoying. But yeah. You know what I mean? I think in general, like women, and men, it's it's better to like lift women up because we already do have it so much harder. I feel like it is a little bit of a double standard. You know, men don't get the same hate for yeah. the same things. You know what I mean? Like when I think about stuff that I've gotten, I'm like, if it was a man doing that or saying the things I say, like it is, it is different. So I've become a little more feminist in my, I don't know, I, maybe I was always a feminist. Some people say you always were because I always consider myself like a stripper or sex worker and they're like, no, actually like feminists like support that, like doing what you want with your yeah. body. Where I was, I was opposite, like women judging me for like showing off my body. I think it was like, I mean, like Megan Fox is talking about this a lot too. Like when she was in Transformers, like she kind of missed out on the quote unquote feminist movement. Yes. Because people should have really been behind her when she was kind of used like as a sex object kind of thing mm-hmm. you know and then now of course like we had that rena- uh, renaissance of megan fox you know where people kind of saw how messed up that stuff was mm-hmm. so it is interesting and it's not it's i don't know feminism is very complex too very and there's complex. no like there's no black or white really yeah. when it comes to it there's so many like gray areas but for myself i just like identify and enjoy women in entertainment more <laughs> totally yeah no i i'm getting there now i think i was always very insecure and always like, jealous i think it comes down to it too like as yeah. a woman i was always jealous of other women i'm just like like i said if i would have like 10 years ago would look at that bobby and be like she has this pocket like Ugh, she's not even funny like why does she have this person but now i'm just like how did you do this like what and i think it's amazing i think it's great but i'm just like you know uh, yeah i don't think you can call yourself a feminist if you bash if you try and tear a woman down Something along the lines that it's, like, not worthy of. Like, if you didn't yeah. commit a crime or something. Exactly. Yeah. I was going to say, obviously, if, like, you know, a woman commits a crime, right. a serious crime, and is actually guilty of something, right. then that's, like, a completely different Totally. Like, you don't have situation. to defend her. Yeah. <laughs> who was the one? I don't, can you, I don't even know what you can say. Did the one with Jeffrey Epstein? Who was that woman? Oh, yeah. The short hair. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like maybe her, you could yeah, I not, like... <laughs> Yeah. I, think that, I don't know. I think it's still feminist, like, not love her. Right, yeah, right, right. I'm like, okay. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Here's my shoe cam, by the way. I don't think we have a shoe cam. Can you see it in the cam? Shoes today. You guys, I had to buy a shoe up. Literally since pregnancy, my foot grew long, not just fat, long. Every one of my shoes, I'm going to have to sell on Poshmark, Trish P88. Check it out. Not sponsored, but we sell all my clothes on. I'm going to have to sell every single pair of shoe. Please buy them because I have to buy size eight shoes now. Like seriously, these are 38, so I'm getting shoe boxes. I'm hiding them from Moses because he's like, you have so many shoes. And I'm like, yeah, but they don't. Like they literally don't fit me. You know, you tried to shove my foot in one the other day. I was like trying to squeeze into this shoe. And it grew like tall. So these are these are 38s, I think. But if you guys want to buy my shoes, I'm telling them on Poshmark because I have to buy all new shoes, literally. And they're all pink because we're doing this. But anyways. <laughs> That's kind of iconic. There's literally so much. I know. I was like, do you, <laughs> you have Sorry. more No, Thursday? we have more. We have no, so much. There's so hear, much to get. Yeah, I want to hear yours because I feel like, okay, we did all my – I mean, I have, more, I have so many more. I'm, we do have – we do share one, though. The Ariana Grande oh, update. Yes. yes. So last week, yes. we just learned about the divorce. And the I think the day after, all of a sudden, all this tea – Literally came out about this situation. I think the day ours came out, like the tea came yeah, out, and I was the like, the day uh. after we filmed, yeah, because we the last episode, I was like, you know, they're young, maybe that's why they got divorced, and then Same. all this tea. And I was like, you know what, screw Dalton. I was like, <laughs> right, right. We're like, well, that's what people were thinking, right? It's like, oh, yeah. Dalton, whatever, you know, couldn't handle the fame. That's what we were yes, saying. It's yes, like, yes. oh, gonna handle the fame. Which, like, who started that rumor? They were trying to deflect somewhere. TMZ, like, uh, it's like the sources mm, are a little wishy washy. TMZ. Yeah. Okay, wait. And first and foremost, is this confirmed? Did Ariana or Ethan confirmed no, this. We just have sources, sources on sources on sources. You know how it is, but yeah. I, so it's very. I just hope it's not true. Like I'm just still like kind of team Ariana and being like, girl. I know. Because so, talk about feminism. I think the number one rule of feminism is like, yes, it's the guy's fault for sure, but also like the girl. If you know, like do solidarity and be yeah. like, you know, don't even go there. Maybe tell the person like, hey, this person, whatever. But like, I know, and it's so again, so complicated. So. Um, in case it's you guys, not complicated. Just don't no, date feminism. someone who's married with. Yeah. Oh right, right. Yeah, yeah, feminism. <laughs> like, how about just don't hook up with someone who's married with a child? So yeah, if you guys allegedly missed it out for some reason last week after we talked about um, Ariana divorce, getting a divorce from Dalton Gomez, it was re- uh, revealed that she is dating her Wicked co-star Ethan Slater, who is most famously known for playing SpongeBob, which on is great. Broadway. People are dogging him for that role. He was actually so good on SpongeBob. Like I was obsessed with that musical. Uh, yeah that's not a journey for me but i'm happy for you <laughs> <laughs> he's great he's so talented at first i was shocked just because i'm like he kind of looks like frankie grande i saw the side by side yeah so that was the first thing that made me uncomfy i didn't know anything about him but just the look i was like it's a little suspect for me but then more information came out because uh ethan was uh recent very recently married 
Um, and he was actually married when he started filming Wicked and when he met Ariana. And they were high school sweethearts. Mm-hmm. So recently married, but together for like 10 years. Yeah, and they have um, a baby together. A literal seven-month-old baby. Mm-hmm. Younger than Malibu. And I just... Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Seven so, months praising her, praising the mom, being like, you're the best mom ever on Mother's Day of this year. Ariana Grande liking the posts. Like, you know, you know yeah. for a while, you just had a baby. And <sighs> so four years married, 10 years together. That's like a, that's, that's hard. Oh, four years married. So it wasn't just married, recent. 10 years together. Yeah. That's what, um, <sighs> Ethan's Instagram post for uh, for his wife. Oh, was, he like wrote that like yeah, clear. Here. No- this is our- that was in November. That was his uh, caption. For, uh, four years married, ten years together. They, they did separate. Ethan and his ex-wife. They were separated when. Oh. So they were separated. They were separated. Yeah, so you don't know the details of that. Because, like, no. are they separated because he met Ariana, exactly. you know? And there's no, like, real clarity, like, on the dates or, like, the crossover, yeah. too. So, but all you really know is in November, he was celebrating his then wife. And May, Mother's Day. Yeah. So it had to be something that was pretty recent. Mm. Um, yeah. I hate this so much and I really, I really hope Ari- I saw someone like from a PR perspective was like, just say, come out and be like, this is not true. Like, this is not the reasons we're not dating. Like, I just, I hope they just, like we were talking about this last year, like pandering, like just say that to save face because like, honestly, that's so ick. That's so ick. If any of this is true, I would squash these rumors so quick. And if we were dating, I would stop dating. I'd be like, we're done. Let's not date because yeah. maybe, maybe, I don't know. She's very, very famous. And maybe she's like a clouded head or something, you know, where it doesn't think about this stuff, but Especially someone postpartum, like, you just had a baby. Like, you just had a baby. Like, that's so, like, I would, like, I was just saying this, and this may be, like, controversial whatever, but I was just saying that to the Moses, like, if that was you and it's Ariana Grande, okay, maybe you can't resist her. Like, hook up with her. Don't, like, leave me and our baby. Like, keep yeah. it low-key. I guess hook up with her. You could tell me after. Don't tell me. I don't really care, but don't, like, leave me. I have this baby. I'm postpartum. Like, even now, if, like, if that was, like, even a thing, I would just, I'm, like, don't leave me. Like, I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's, and it's not even, like, stay with me because I love you. It's just, like, stay with me because this shit's hard. Like, you need support. The baby needs support. Mm-hmm. Like, they, just, like, a mother leaving the baby, like, a father leaving the baby, too. I mean, if you can help it, like, don't do it. Like, it's crazy. I'm, I feel for the mom so much, and I think this is a mom thing, definitely postpartum. Like, you know, all this stuff like that. It's just, like, it's the hardest. It's still so hard. Like, being a mom is so hard. Postpartum so hard. All that's so hard. And then dealing with all this like the separation all the stuff like that even if the guy's like the worst guy ever like it's like still like try and be there as a support don't humiliate me like this don't make it such a public thing especially if she was quote blindsided mm-hmm. yeah <sighs> so sources told it. entertainment tonight no, oh that she was actually devastated quote by the breakdown of her marriage and that this is not the future she had in mind and she is just doing her best to get back on her feet, which is very sad. Oh my gosh. I know. And then all this other stuff about Ariana starts coming out, you know, like the Pete Davidson and he was with Cassie Davis and I like didn't know yeah. this cross thing or Naya Rivera wrote about mm-hmm. her in the book. I didn't know. And yeah. it's just like, girl, like you have so many girls that love you and girl, you can get anybody. You can get anybody you want. It's like, why? Why? Yeah. Do you think it's like an addiction? Like you think she like likes, likes the chase, likes the you know i don't i honestly i don't know so it's and again i don't really think about it until that video did go viral kind of showing the the history Mm -hmm. yeah with uh jai courtney and then with mac miller when um he had cheated on his long-term girlfriend that no me yeah with no me and then it happened again with big sean with the naya rivera in the book and naya rivera talked about it in her book did she name did she say ariana in her book she didn't name ariana but assumed yeah. yeah the timeline it made sense that (sighs) <sighs> um, 
And then Pete, I didn't know about the Pete Davidson, the Cassie David. For so long they dated. Yeah. And then they were like engaged, like him and Ariana, like three months later or something. Yeah. And it's kind of similar where like they were on a break and then, but she was hopeful that they, she would get back together with Pete. And then she found out like on Instagram that he was dating Ariana Grande. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then even with Dalton, his ex-girlfriend, Ricky Barton had posted on her Instagram story. When you see your ex with the person they told you not to worry about. And that was when Oh, Dalton. Oh, the one she married is mm-hmm, the one she just got divorced uh, so there and then of course there's the song break up with her girlfriend because i'm bored which i was like that's a people love that yeah, back in the day yeah, i was like they yeah like period and now i'm like <laughs> now looking at like, a little girl. differently i'm like mm. <laughs> yeah i hate it because like okay look first and foremost we have to like clarify like the guys are so ick for this too like the guys are like yeah, disgusting like i the guy i side i weigh more um, but I, again, going back to like girls, like, okay, yes, blame the men for sure. But you know, there is some like sort of like, we did talk about like Jordan, but like there's sometimes where you just can't help it. Like someone kisses you and you're just like, oh, don't kiss me or whatever. But then there's this whole like getting in a relationship with another person, like dating, but no one, they haven't confirmed it. Do you think they will? Like they can't, they can't possibly like be at a red carpet together. No. And she's also very like in a post Pete Davidson, like her, she was so private with her okay. marriage. I think she would also be super private about this too. So how did it come out? How are they, how is this even a rumor? It was like weird sources. Like it came out and I do think it's true because like you said, it would have been denied by now, you yeah. know? And that's kind of how you can tell when it gets picked up by so many outlets in the internet and everyone believes it and no one denies should, it. Yeah. Cause it's just for like behind the scenes, like um, everyone, every publication would want to be in good graces with Ariana Grande's team so they still have access to her in the future. So if you're publishing something that is very harmful, that could be very harmful to her and it's wrong, you would find out immediately. Right, of course. Be like, this is not to, it. Yeah, and you Shut would have to down. fix that. So, Because she was so quick to hop on and rightfully so when people were talking about her body and being yeah. too skinny and she's like, guys, stop. Like, what? what is happening? Yeah. So like, why wouldn't she do that? Yeah. And people said that too. Like, get back wherever she was. Go back on your Zoom. <laughs> like, do a statement. Yeah. Say this isn't true. Because like, we don't want it to be true because she is such a girl's girl. Like, she's yeah. such a girl's girl and you're just like, I know, and it's like you said, it is mostly the guy's fault, but it's just a bummer, I would say. It's a bummer, uh, yeah, you know. because you know, you like the post. Yeah, it's just a bummer, because I love Ariana, like, yeah. I love her music, I love everything that she stands for, besides And she's Glinda, but now we're going to yeah. watch Wicked, and we're going to be like, it's gonna be so, And it's also, like, too far away for it to be promotion for the- Of like, course, yeah, yeah no, and yeah. this is the worst promotion for it, because it's so wholesome and sweet, and, yeah. you know, his character, Bach, you don't know Wicked the musical, no. but his character, Bach, is obsessed with Glinda, and she's very like, ew, I don't want you, Bach, I want Fiera. Why can't they hold this till <laughs> the freaking, like, month before the movie? Yeah, right? That's, like, the tea right there. I mean, that's what's so cool crazy to me i'm just like oh my god this is so this is so nuts i'm so i'm so sad about this this was like very very sad but it's not confirmed so we yeah. should say allegedly this still, is not hasn't I, been denied though either yeah. I, I don't know i will always have a, a soft spot for ariana i can't help it i like her a lot she's I, not you know I, yeah i just card, recently oh you are oh she's not, not, not a stand card. i really like her and i listen to her a lot but she's not my, you know, my top. She's yeah. not on my roster, as I say. She's not yet. My roster is only two people. It's, uh, yeah. Who, who's your people? Taylor and Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. Oh, but my roster is small. You said stand in me earlier. You're like, this is the stand in yeah, me, well, but. For me, I guess music also you. Yeah. I would say. <laughs> I was singing I Love You, Jesus, unironically today. Do you know how many people want to buy 
that song from me. I have gotten so many offers of these like private investors, music companies, like all these big ones, like literally offering me like thirty to eighty thousand dollars for that song. And I'm like, wait, maybe I should keep on to this. Like, why is everybody wanting this song? Maybe it's having its moment right now again. It, I mean, I get with, so many like legitimate offers for this song. It was like I, got, I saw it a lot on TikTok like a couple yeah. months ago. Yeah, no, people are living for it again. I have no idea why. That song I 100 percent wrote myself. Like I usually have like a writer with me. His name's Jeremy's amazing, but all that was just on me. So just saying. Oh my god, I just Trish. It was just, just Trish. It was just Trish. Yes. <laughs> oh man, Ariana, I love you, but dang, it's not too late. Or maybe it is too late. Maybe Ethan Slater's wife is like done with him. I just. And oh. I have to say the pattern. Like there definitely could be other stuff going on, but there is a pattern with her where that I've noticed even before this relationship where. She is very like one relationship to the other, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I know she's been like that since maybe a, a decade or so now yeah. too. So it's more of an issue. I don't issue. know. Maybe she should take like a little break. And I know she has. I think she has herself figured out. I think she has a good sense of self. But I think there's something. There has to be something there. Of course, I think. there has to be something else there. And that's why yeah. I kind of give her a, like sympathy. You know, yeah. I know that there's. She's been through a lot. She's For endured sure. a lot. So there has to be something else going on. Yeah, it's like and hopefully I hope she comes out. Work through one it. Day. Like I want her to make a book, write a book or something someday. Oh, you know, amazing. she'll totally get her app. Like I feel like she's a ho- very hopeless romantic. I think she like really yeah. invests herself in these relationships, and I think it'll happen for her. I just think you know how old is she? She's my age. I, th- I think she's 30. Oh my God, why did I think she was like 20? <laughs> right? Maybe she's a little younger, but she's. Wow. Yeah. yeah these, it's like Selena Gomez, too, is like 30. I always feel like yeah, 30 all Selena of a sudden. Was, yeah, so she's uh, a year younger than me. She, Ariana's 30. Selena's my age, 31. She just turned 31. Selena Gomez is 31, mm-hmm. and Ariana Grande is 30. At 30. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Great. Who are the young people now? Why do I always think Ariana Grande? I think young. Who's like the young people? <sighs> Olivia Rodrigo, she's 18. Oh, you said you were a stand for her. Yeah, Who's I love Olivia, Olivia Rodrigo? Rodrigo? Um, good for you. Good for oh. you. Driver's license? Yes. Wasn't there oh a tea God, with wasn't there controversy with her drama? Yeah, because the song, you know Sabrina Carpenter. You don't know Sabrina Carpenter. I know Sabrina Carpenter. Oh, you do know Sabrina yes, Carpenter. My, one of my so hairstylists does her hair. Uh, live for her. Yeah. She, is, she does give me like Trish vibes, actually. Her hair. Like she did a TikTok with my sound, I think, because I think I did a duet. I think she did a TikTok with my uh, sound. We her on the podcast. I love Sabrina Carpenter. Okay, but, but you, I had to like research her. She was on like Girl Meets World, right? Yeah. A horrible show. And uh, but now horrible. she's just a singer. She's, okay. Yeah. She's she like does, people love her. I have like yeah, people love her. Yeah, she's. A very, a very underrated singer. I love her. her music's very good. And what did she do? Driver's license. It like insinuated that it was about her. Like she was like the other girl in that kind of. So she, oh. yeah, Olivia Rodrigo's did in her High School Musical, the musical, the series co-star Joshua Bassett, and <laughs> I don't know these people. <laughs> <laughs> I I did hear that Ryan from High School Musical gay. is gay on the show. Yeah, that was big news. Yeah, which I'm like. Yeah. We okay. knew, but it's sweet, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, because in the in the movies, they kind of made him date the little piano player, Kelsey. And I was like, why didn't they just, like, have him date someone back yeah. then? Like, if he was... Scott Hoying, I think, played his boyfriend yeah, or his partner. Yeah, mm-hmm. Love that for yeah. him. Love that he's an actor. Pentatonics. who? I'm going to be an actor on High School Musical. <laughs> that's fierce. I love yeah. him, yeah. Yeah, Olivia Rodrigo, that's where she met Joshua no, but Bassett. there was then... another one about the vampire song. There was some drama. Oh, yes, because... So the vampire vampire is her newest song, Olivia Rodrigo's newest song. Yes, and it's about God. I forget his name, but he dated Madison Beer, right? Um, and Madison okay. Beer wrote a lot of songs about. There was like actual like paparazzi photos of him like yelling at her on the street and her crying. Oh, um, and Madison had a lot of songs about like that kind of trauma that she endured with it. Mm. With I forget his name. Um, not a, yes. irrelevant. This is yeah, emails um, only. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, and the song was about him, just about her being like a young, he's old, there's an age gap. Um, she's 18, so it was legal, but there was a big age gap. And it was who about, was 18, Madison Beer? Uh, Olivia Rodrigo, and maybe Madison when she was dating him. She was and how old is he? How old is he? I think he's, I forget his name, but he was definitely older. I think 
late 20s. Yeah, um, I, of, I think that's weird. I think like 18, 19, 20, if you're dating someone like in their late 20s or 30, like that's yeah, weird. Yeah, because there's a line in the song that was like, um, girls your age know better because so he's not dating girls, mm. you know, because of course the younger ones are the ones that'll be, you know, impressed by the antics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they, you know, just 18, you're 18, you know, you just like believe everything and whatever, you yeah. know, not the 18 year olds aren't smart, but you just like learn a lot more. Um, but where did we get Sabrina Carpenter? Because <laughs> the drama. Oh, Libby Rodrigo. And I was trying to figure out who she is. I mean, I know those songs. See, the thing. Like, if you tell me songs, I'll be like, okay, yeah. yeah like, I kind of know those songs. But, like, she's not in, like, any TV show. She wasn't, Olivia? like. Olivia? Yeah. She was in High School Musical, the musical, the series. Oh. Yeah. She was, and then she got oh. famous from singing, so then she quit the show. Oh. Yeah. She moved on. <laughs> Love that. She's like, F- bye, <laughs> yeah, guys. Yeah, <laughs> now she's, she's too big for that. Yeah. We really? She was in High School mm-hmm. Musical. How long has that show been on for? I think it's like four or five seasons now. She was on it for one season and then partially in the next. Like she was a little bit in the next. I don't like when they do series like that. It's like High School Musical was so good. Like why are you making it a series? Like I think it's so weird. I watched it for a little. I went back because when I became obsessed with Olivia, I went back and watched it. And she was good in it. But she's also like she was in a Disney show with Jake Paul actually. Which one? Bizarre Vark. <laughs> Never heard of that either. I think, or like, I think so. Yeah, Bizarre Vark. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Wow. Yeah, she's like the, I think yeah, she's kind of the young Hollywood now, I guess. Oh, right. That's where we're like, go. who's the young? Mm-hmm. Or like when they were talking about Ken, like Ryan Gosling being too old for Ken, I'm like, well, who else would play? Like, who would be a, oh, we talked about that Austin Butler, I guess. Did we uh, talk yeah. about that? No, but. Someone said yeah. that. And I was like, I guess Austin, but he's. He's Elvis now, so yeah. he can't be that. I don't know who else would be Ken. Like, who's like a hot young boy? I was like, that sounds weird. Like a hot young, like young man <laughs> actor. Timothy Chalamet yeah. is kind of like, I guess. I feel like he's, he's like, like an it boy. <laughs> yeah, Timothy Chalamet. He's the one that does Willy Wonka. Yes. And on TikTok, he's just like scratch that, reverse it. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like not good. Everyone's like, what, what was this yeah. audition? It's so, I love when your reference for everything is TikTok. It's so funny. I'm only getting news on TikTok. <laughs> and everyone is making fun of that sound where he's like, it's just so cringy. I know nothing about him, but I'm just like, this is like the worst Willy Wonka I've seen. Like they honestly could have gotten the Willy Wonka from TikTok and played him in the movie. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a Timmy, a Timmy C stan Timmy by C. any means, but I think he's... He's the only one I can think of who's like a young Hollywood like it boy. Kinda. He's also from Stranger Things or no? No. <laughs> he wasn't? No. What was he from before? Like, what was his famous role? Um, Army Hammer. Call me by your name. Did you say Army, Army Hammer? Yes, he was. Was he in the movie? Army Hammer. Yeah. With Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know he was like a working actor. Did you know that? Army Hammer. Originally. My mom's like obsessed with like the Army Hammer true crime. Yes. The, and she kept telling me to watch. She tells, she tells me Army Hammer, Army Hammer. I'm like, mom, why do I want to watch this about someone eating people? Like, I don't want to know about this stuff. He's yeah. like an actor. He's an actor. Yeah, he was in the Call Me By Your Name. That was Timothy Chalamet's like first big role was that movie. How with, are people working with this guy? Doesn't he like, allegedly nothing, eat nothing people? Nothing came out until after everything's come out. I don't think Army Hammer has worked in anything, but. Yeah, back oh, then, okay. it was all, like, no one really knew. I just thought he was in, like, one movie, like, The Social Network, like, years ago, no, and was that was it. he was a few things, I think. But, yeah, I mean, it was, like, a big, it was, like, an Oscar movie, that movie. It was what a was big it? Call deal. Me, call me by, by Your Name? Your Name, yeah. It was, like, a, mm. a gay romance. Who was gay in it? Timothy Chalamet? Timothy and Army Hammer. Is he gay? No. Are, is Army Hammer gay? No. Because, mm. the quote, the uh, scandal was with women, the Army Hammer thing. Right. Yeah. How interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. but you liked it. You were like that movie's cool. It no, they don't, I didn't. Oh. I mean, people did love it because it was like a beautiful gay like love story. Mm-hmm. Even though it was kind of, it was weird to me because it was like a, a the, it was like an age gap kind of thing, forbidden romance. Army Hammer was a lead in that. Yeah, our, and then t- Timmy. Timmy C, I call him. Timmy but C. I love <laughs> was, it. Timmy C. He was younger. Not uh, a guest of the podcast, sorry. <laughs> no, but he's in Doom with Zendaya. 
Never that's saw the, it. I never. I don't like Dune. I'm not a Dune head, but <laughs> that's the only thing I could think of. Is like Most Zendaya. wanted to see Dune, and I would do anything for him. I was like, I don't think I can sit through Dune. It's like two and a half hours. I tried. We tried to do James Bond with Rami Malek, and I was like, this is. I fell asleep during Dune. My boyfriend Same. loves. He makes me. He tries to make me watch Dune all the time. Oh, Dune! You fell asleep. I fell asleep in James Bond and the Batman with Robert Pattinson. I fell asleep like the whole I movie. Did. I fell asleep a little bit. I love so Robert Pattinson boring. though. But, yeah. I love Robert Pattinson too, and I was like, this movie, and I actually love Batman movies when they were good. Like to me, Batman movies were good with like Uma Thurman and like. Michelle Pfeiffer, like I mm-hmm. loved those, but these ones are so dark. I can't, I like physically, I cannot can't see. see. Yeah, but that's what is that what people say? Because like I physically can't see anything on yeah. the, and I have bad eyesight anyways, and I could not tell you one thing that was happening yeah. in that movie. That's why I think I like Barbie because it was all bright for once. So you know? pretty, so fun, so bright. I yeah. loved it so much. It was so iconic. It was nice to be able to see again. Maybe we could be Barbie and Ken in the next one. We could be one of the Barbies and one of the Kens. Oh yeah, do you think it should get a sequel? Yes, but Greta Gerwig was like, sorry, no, exactly. I'm yeah. not about it. I'm like, <laughs> so I don't want to shatter dreams, but no, not for me. Yeah, I would love to see. Um, she was good. I was gonna say, I don't know. I would love to see who was it? The one who wrote Juno was gonna write it. Um, oh, yeah, Diablo Cody. Yes, I would love to have seen her, but she was like, I couldn't see Barbie as like a feminist, and I'm like, but that is Barbie, like, yeah, or Amy Schumer was supposed to be Barbie. Yeah, Barbie has had a lot of lives before Margot Robbie came along. Gal Gadot, glad that it ended up the way it ended up. Yeah, it's perfect. I honestly couldn't see anyone else as Barbie. (laughs) It's like, okay, that would have been everything, even though you don't know who Doja Cat is. There was a big Scandal with Doja Cat this past week. Okay. It's been kind of a mess on Instagram and Twitter. And Is it because she's a woman? Because right away I'm on Doja Cat's no, side. No, it's actually oh, okay. it's so ironically, it's actually unironically, it started with a man, um, as most situations usually do. Okay, yes. So <laughs> she was seen earlier this month. Uh, she was photographed kissing her new boyfriend, Jay Cyrus. Okay. Um, Which you were telling me was a TikToker. Yeah, so I don't know anything about I researched, I don't know obviously. I had never heard of him, but he was a tick, uh, I'm a, a viner originally, mm-hmm. and he like collabed with Gabby Hanna a lot. Okay, ironically. iconic. Yeah, she's iconic. Work. Queen. Hope she's um, okay, by the way. Yeah, yeah, as much as our whatever. Like I always have a little love relationship for Gabby, yeah, and I love she's okay. Yeah, but did you work on that? No. <laughs> Someone I know worked on Butterflies. No. Do we know? I forget. Someone I know worked on that. I, that's a great song. <laughs> I always will tell song. her that. I'm like, that song is so good. Me too. And I, I told her that too. And then, yeah. yeah oh, did you tell her in person? Love that. She, I mean, she was so good. That song is so good. Yeah. I still, that, I, it gets in my head sometimes to this day. Oh, when mm-hmm. she was like, wait, there's one the whole thing. I got, there's one of my favorite lines, and that is like, go with the chorus. I can like get the. Wait, is that butterflies? Wait, no, that's no. a different one. What is that one? <laughs> I don't know. Because all these songs with my butterflies, butterflies. That is not it. <laughs> yes, it is. Because after all this time, no. From the start, but then it go it builds up to all this time is in my butterflies, butterflies. No, wait, so what, someone what what did, we, know, we can cut this out, but I just want to know we can keep what it in. Did as long I as I do too. That is not is that it? it. Oh no, okay, yes. New situations with low expectations. You still manage to let me down. Oh my god, that was. I was singing so perfect good. day. It was killing me what I was singing. Oh yeah. Yes, yes. Right perfect with the shower. Day. Yes. Yeah, that was that was great too. That was right after. Yeah. Okay. There we okay. Go. There you go. Okay. Because okay. I was like, wait. Album two way mirror. Yes. <laughs> No, like low key. I mean, again, this is maybe just whatever. I don't know. We whatever. Who cares? Whatever happened. But like, she actually is like talented, and like, I feel like that's like one thing I always want to like tell her. And I feel like I told her, but like we always just like butted heads. But she is like very talented, and she always kind of just did what she want. And I feel, and she obviously was very emotional, had a lot of emotions, just like me, whatever. But um, yeah. 
I was kind of felt bad for her. I hope she's I hope she's okay. I don't feel bad for her. I mean, I'm sure she's thriving. She like bought a house very young. She's very whatever. But um, that oh God, that butterflies was so good. Yeah, it's she's like very poetic. Leave my heart intact. Oh, it's so good. Like they're they're great. Yeah, and she's and she writes I think her own music, yeah. which is amazing. I think so. she's a good songwriter. Yeah, I totally. Oh like man. God, I would love to have Gabby Hanna. I just don't think our personalities clash. Yeah. I would love to have Ron though, and just yeah. like just uh, tell her how talented she is, because like Busa, everything else, like you know, whatever she's yeah. talented. She called me sinister once, so oh. that was that was like I don't know. <laughs> well, are you a little sinister? Are you sinister? What is sinister? Dark? Yeah, because oh my god, it was a whole oh, thing, okay. but. During the Joey Gabby drama. Okay. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. you know, like eras. You know, there's eras we go through and yeah. we like find things wrong with everybody. Like that was probably me. I'm sure I like, you know, I'm. Yeah. But I do. I still love the music, obviously. So yeah, yeah, a bop yeah, is yeah. a bop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Jay Cyrus. <laughs> oh, Jay Cyrus. So um, <laughs> anyway, so he was a Viner and mm-hmm. he's also on Twitch. Um, and, and dating he, Doja Cat. And you said. dating Doja Cat. Okay. Yeah. So when these photos came out, there was a big portion of her fan base that was trying to i guess bring awareness that he has some allegations of um emotional abuse when it comes to like younger girls and he has once written a long apology about how he took advantage of um some of his moderators on twitch and some of the people who watch and subscribe oh he, to him. he's he's apologized he wrote like a yeah so he has, he has had an apology okay hmm. um okay. but it's since been deleted so what how long ago was the i think it was like 2018 2019 i think okay. so recent ish but yeah so her fans kind of pointed this out and basically tweeted this to her and then so she like clapped back and she said i want y'all to read this comment and take it as a message i don't give a f what you think about my personal life i never have and never will give a f what you think about me or my personal life goodbye and good rid- riddance miserable hoes ha ha oh so she took it, you know, she's definitely pretty extreme wow. with it. So that's kind of where everything started, I would say. Oh, it started there. It's not that ending there. That was kind of like the beginning. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. So right there, because again, I know nothing about the situation. I know nothing about these people. Right there, it's like, okay, yes, it's aggressive, but it's like, I kind of get it right. Like, she, she wasn't dating him when he was doing this. Not that no. it makes it okay. Like, yeah. First of all, I think it's like ick. And especially if it's like young girls, whether they're like barely 18 or whatever, I still think that's like so ick. And I, you know, I, my stance on guys like this, I think you're like weird. Like you're weird. But, and how old was he? You said he was like in his late 20s when he's, he was doing this? Yeah. I think we, or he's 30 early 30s. Early okay. 30s. Because he's 36. Weird. Now. It's so weird. And it's definitely ick. And like, you know, whatever. I don't know his apology. I didn't see his apology. Like the fact that he acknowledged it and gave an apology, I think like gives a little bit of like, okay, you took a little accountability. Maybe you changed to some people. Some people generally maybe don't know or they need to get help and maybe they got help. So I always try to maybe, maybe take that into consideration. And it is annoying when you date someone and like something they did before you gets brought up and you're like, okay, like, cause wasn't Nicki Minaj like that too? She had a guy that was maybe not, I don't know. I don't know anything about him. Yeah. She's her husband right now. He was, I don't know if he was found guilty or charged whatever, but there was like a, a sex offense. Oh. I, f- I forget what it, exactly it was though. It's, it's, yeah. it's, I don't know. It, that situation is so t- touchy because I mean, it, again, I think it depends on the severity of these situations, right? Yeah. I, the girls weren't underage. They were just young, which is like ick. But like if you take accountability and like, you know, apologize because it is annoying. You're, you're Doja Cat and you're like, I, I don't know this person. This happened before me. He's like, apologize. He's not doing this stuff now. I don't know. What are your thoughts on, I mean, me, I'm just like, okay, he apologized. Like it is annoying for her to be like aggressive about it with her fans. I don't know. Yeah. So again, that's kind of just like, it's a part of the thing where I don't think the woman should really be held responsible for something that 
the guy she's dating did in the past before her like yeah, not even before anything yeah because obviously she had like no part in that um so that part i do get i think especially too it's like there's so many things that go into like relationships and you sometimes you can't help who you fall in love you know you can't help who you fall in love with and stuff yeah. and i think as long as he's not harming anyone now like that's important too but right. I do, I get like fans being concerned about it and wanting to bring attention to it. I think where I go wrong is I can only relate this to Taylor because I relate everything to her, obviously. I'm annoyed. <laughs> Taylor's with yeah. the weekend. We need you to collab. I, yeah. But <laughs> or maybe when we she don't was dating, that. she was dating Maddie Healy recently, who's a singer, and he had kind of some weird allegations about him too. And people were uh, upset at Taylor for dating someone who had like a problematic past. But she just never like, and it was really short. He was like a rebound. Okay, um, from who? And it was short from Joe Alwyn. Who's Joe Alwyn? <laughs> we still don't know who Joe That's what I love. Yeah. Oh my God, you keep me so young. <laughs> um, but she just didn't, and I think she knew, she had to have, or at least her team knew that people were pissed about her dating Maddie Healy, but she just didn't say anything. Right. And I think once you're fam- like Doja Cat has so successful, has number one albums, number one songs. Is she more popular than Taylor Swift? No, but she's very, very, very popular. Okay. Like she's made it so mainstream that i don't think she needs to acknowledge it and i think yeah i wouldn't know feel i think what it comes down to which is her thing lately is making fans feel dumb is for caring because it, it, yeah. it, it does come probably from a place of like maybe she doesn't know we need to yeah. tell her i mean there's probably some that are like you know whatever but i do i think there i think there is like coming from a place of like you should know this yeah and that's kind of like i said just where it started because then she kind of started waging war on her fans like the next few days so she was on threads on instagram threads shout out threads are you on it i'm not a threader i can only take so many platforms at a time i think so and you're not an exer either you said i'm not about exes um i like to consume them but not really like posting them i'm a poster follow me on all i'm x at trisha paytas i am threads at trisha paytas backup i'm instagram (laughs) trisha paytas backup facebook official trisha paytas tiktok trish like fish 88 youtube blondes on the floor mj trisha paytas asmr just trish and paytas hackman family (laughs) she's on She's got them all covered. I don't are know you, how you, you do don't, it. You don't post on your socials, do you? Not really. Like, I think I just do it for work so much that, like, when it comes to my own, I don't really care as much. Yeah. Just kind of where I'm at right now. But it, I, I can, like I said, I do consume, like, constantly. Same. Um, but, yeah, so she was on threads. <laughs> she said someone asked her to show love for her fans or to tell her fans that she loves them. And she says, I don't, though, because I don't even know y'all. Which... Okay, like... Uh, it's a very Onision response. Yeah. I feel like he said that too. <laughs> and then she went on to say, my fans don't name themselves shit. If you call yourself a kitten or effing kittens, that means you need to get off your phone and get a job and help your parents with the house. Uh, um, Which is odd because she did have a poll where she said, what do you guys want to be named, kittens or cubs? And so you were kittens. saying she kind of asked them yeah. what they want to be named. She kind of spearheaded that. And this was and, during her girly pop era. Because yeah, so you said now she's in a d- demonic era or something. She's in like, yeah. So she was the bloody. from, I mean, she's always been a rapper, but her stuff was a little bit more, I guess, poppy, poppy rap, I guess I would say. Yeah. Um, And like her her first album was like hot, hot pink and everything. Actually very this. Really? Kind of the vibe. Yeah. 100%. Maybe we should get Doja Cat 2020 on our show. Uh, she is like always on, t- I'm sure she knows who you are because she's always on TikTok. I'm sure she doesn't. If I don't know Doja Cat, like, you know what I mean? She has like 25 million no, followers. No, I think she knows because she's love. I love you, Doja Cat. And so, yeah. <laughs> I, I love women. Like, honestly, I'm taking the women's yeah. side on this. Well, I don't know. Actually, we don't know this situation. So, yeah. So Maybe we she, don't want her on. She doesn't love our fans. That's true. But, okay, okay. So, <laughs> 
there was that thing with the kittens, and then um, so she's saying, oh, so that was just like her way to be like, if you call yourself a kitten, like yeah, get a life, basically touch grass, and Aww. then so, but then that was sad because someone a Stan account um replied uh-huh. who had like kittens in their username replied, <laughs> not the <laughs> and, username. <laughs> and it was like they asked what she should change her they they should change their um username to. <laughs> Oh, they asked her? Yeah, they asked Doja what they should change their <laughs> she handle responded? to. And she responded, just delete the entire account and rethink everything. It's never too late. Um, kind of, that's kind of funny, though. It's kind of funny, but... And the, you don't know who that person is. Maybe it's like this little kid who's like, oh my God, what? And like, was just like genuinely such a fan. And too, so even before all this stuff, too, she was sort of alienating her fans because she basically was making fun of her other work, like uh, her two previous albums, because they were too poppy. And she was saying that they were just cash grabs and they weren't who she is as an artist. So she was already kind of alienating some people. And then this kind of just like was pretty another like big push. And so since all this happened between the past like week, she's lost almost 400,000 followers on Instagram as of today, which could grow. Um, But also granted for her, she has like 26 million followers. So that's a small, tiny percentage. But still, that's a kind of for one week, you know. And it's not the worst thing to get canceled for, like being – I mean, I guess it's your fans, but like to me, it's like a little bit like tongue in cheek. She's kind of, maybe she's being a little yeah. bit cute with it because she's kind of a Snippy. troll. She's what I call right. a shit poster. Like she's always right. on TikTok. She's always kind of making fun of pop culture and oh, music. she's on TikTok. Like is she's, she making TikToks? Mm-hmm. She's always on TikTok oh, live. Wow. Yeah. She's, Wait, really? Yeah. And oh, she's funny. I think she's really funny. Okay. Um, but see, I grew up again. With the Taylor and like the Disney star thing, right? Where it's like, I love my fans. Thank you so yes. much to everyone who supported me. Yes. So that's kind of what I'm used to. And that's what we love. Like Britney stands. We're yeah. like, we love that Britney loves her fans. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I get it. I, I try to see both sides because I love Doja. And oh, I, you do? I do love Yeah, I love her music. So what side are you on? Funny. I'm leaning towards, I lean towards the fans who are upset with her because. Mm-hmm. But I do also see the side of, like, you know, there's a whole thing now with, like, parasocial relationships and, like... Right. Setting uh, up boundaries. Like, this yeah. is not a relationship. Don't talk about it. Yeah. But <sighs> I do think it's important to... Like, I get being a fan and, like, like you know, you hyper-fixate on something and you just love it and you want to... You want that community with it, you know? Yeah. It's so important. And I think to be the artist, like, the person who's running, you know, who's, like, the pillar of the community yeah mock it it kind of it's very demoralizing if you're that fan yeah you know? it would be so like soul crushing like britney like did not like me yeah. and said it, like publicly like i would be like so even if it wasn't just me like a generic group of our fans like y'all are annoying stop talking about me i'd be like oh but we just love you we yeah. just want to like watch out for you it yeah would be, like kind of soul it would just be like the most soul crushing heartbreaking yeah. thing so i get why people are so upset and now there's, like, a fan theory between the people who are still, you know, Team Doja. There's a fan theory that she's doing it as a character for her new era, Scarlet, the Scarlet era, who okay. is kind of, like, losing the pink poppy stuff and just doing the more traditional this always This is also very Nikki, right? Doesn't Nikki have, like, Roman and all these characters yeah, that she plays? True, I'm not, like, a Nikki stan, but I kind of know, like, she has those characters. Yeah, but Nikki's also another one, too, who's, like, I mean, sometimes she'll be like honest with her barbs and she'll call them out but for the most part she's very like you know <laughs> I love that she has them barbs. barbs yeah I love, I love the barbs. that she was in the Barbie movie the soundtrack her yeah. song that was that was great she deserves, yeah deserves. yeah I, my boyfriend's a barb and I I'm oh. not a, a hardcore barb but I love again love Nikki yeah so yeah I, I, I love her Kmart collection I wore it on Good Morning America I was obsessed with her love Kmart her collection yeah. yeah oh yes mm-hmm. with the pink the head mm-hmm. oh my god is that even still oh, I love I that so, but she should bring it back celebrity perfumes were everything for a minute like the Lady Gaga one I am not what are the Gaga head called? Like a Gaga monsters, head? Monster. Monsters. 
Why would they call themselves she, that? I think she made that. Oh my god, okay, yeah. monsters. We were just talking about that too in the glam. Someone went to go see her on some tour and it was like kind of like a little demonic. Like That's there was, vibe. but she was like saying, like saying, talking to God, and like I don't know, I, you know, like even if you're not religious, like why do you gotta like mock religion? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Any other religion would not be cool. I feel like it's just Christianity, and this is coming from someone who's just like I love all religions, but it's like, oh, why do people have to mock it? And I get like Christians can be cringy, but like why do you have to like you know? Yeah, I don't know. no, I get it. Especially on stage, like crawling. But you love her. Are you a monster? No, I'm not. Again, like I like her, but yeah. not. I'm, I don't know. I guess I'm very selective about what I hyperfixate on, weirdly. Like, I can like things, but I don't love, like, I love very select things. Taylor Swift and Olivia Rodrigo. That's it. As far as music, yeah. And How can yeah. you hyperfixate on Olivia Rodrigo if she only has, like, three songs? She has one album and one <laughs> song off her new album. I think it's 14 songs total, I want to say right now. Oh, my gosh. Um, but, yeah. And you're already hyperfixated. I was since Driver's License. It's, okay. I was, it's, like, the only song I listened to. You yeah. know, not my vibe. I don't. It's. I can't. It's like Driver's my team was, is very select. I don't know. It, it was such a weird song to go viral. Like I mean, it's fine. I'm not. A, I'm not. I'm not talented at singing. But I, I'm just like, what? I'm. Maybe I'm again. Just, I mean, you really do get old to some point where you're just like, what is this music? Like I don't know. I can't tell you like a new current song where I'm like, that's a bop. Really? That's why I love the idol because Jocelyn's song, <laughs> World Class Sinner. Because I'm a freak. Yeah. I get it because I do love. I understand that era of pop that you that you love you know what I mean that's so I old that, that I grew up in where I'm like I love like in sync like lands yeah. I'm like oh these are so good yeah I don't even like One Direction I was like I don't get it I was a Directioner but I think it was just because I was gay do like, you still I don't no like, you, I don't you don't love like Harry because people love Harry I loved Harry like I was a I used to be like one of those people who like went around trying to find him in LA like, oh my god what's what's his fan's name that's a good question I don't know what his fans are wasn't called. it like Harinators Harinators maybe I don't I don't know I don't know I don't know what they were called but did you go to his shows last year in LA when everyone went no only the only that first time he went on tour I did see him when I still, haven't like, seen him this last tour. time no I really liked him in um don't worry darling I wish we had the podcast when don't worry darling came out because that would have been a fun well we can go back <laughs> to the 2019 or whatever came out let's do a retrospect yeah I see I'm so behind on everything we just watched it for the first time like a couple months ago I was like let's watch this that is so funny he was so good in it I know I have so many questions for Shia LaBeouf I want him on the podcast too he was he's canceled speaking of. oh yeah. is he oh my god yeah he was so good. He you played Potter so... St. Pio. He was so good. Wait, yeah. what? Okay, well, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. See, everybody is canceled. There's not one person we can get on that's not canceled. Yeah. Come so on. when it comes to the Doja Cat thing, where do you stand on it, though? I'm going to be on the fan side, too. You know, but I get, I get Doja's part, too. Especially you're like, oh, my God, this doesn't even have anything to do with me. Like, why are you guys bringing this up? Like, he's yeah. obviously not this person anymore. Like, I totally get that. The guy, like, apologized, whatever, all this stuff like that. So it is annoying, but I do get what the fans are coming from. Because even with me sometimes, like, I have to, like, step back, especially when people say stuff about whatever, anything, my weight, whatever it is. Because they're, like, genuinely just concerned. But, like, in the moment, you could be like, oh, my God, stop talking about my weight. And some people are genuinely like, I just want you to be healthy sometimes. Yeah. But, yeah, so I get it. But, yeah, I'm always going to on the fan side, I yeah, think. Yeah, agreed. I lean towards the fan side, but I do sympathize a bit or at least understand Doja's perspective, I think. Yeah, like if setting a boundary yeah. and I get that. Yeah, sometimes it's better to go the Taylor Swift route and just not say anything because it's like it really doesn't pertain. I didn't even hear about the situation. I had no idea. Now yeah. it's a thing, you know. But an artist who is doing the opposite right now of Doja is Lana Del Rey. Oh my gosh, the, yes. Is ve- serving very, very Trish vibes, I, I got think. tagged in this a lot. I got I tagged in this a lot. So what is this? Is, so she, is she cosplaying or is she working at the Waffle was, House? She was just spotted work like actually had a name card and everything so she was really like working for a day do you think it's a promo music video commercial i genuinely genuinely think she just wanted to do it 
No, there's no way. That. Someone had to be filming it or something. I don't, for TikTok. Like, I mean, I I'd love know. to do it, but I'm going to do a TikTok out of it. Because she's not very social media-y. Like, she doesn't really do stunts. She's shockingly, like, normal for someone who is so big. She is, right. like, so she was doing, she went and worked at Waffle House for the day. She sang Amazing Grace with an with the old fellow who was eating who was <laughs> I eating didn't there. see that one it, yeah it was like a tick it went viral on tiktok because she just sang amazing grace for this oh, elderly man that. it was very sweet um she was making friends with the staff um did she work at the waffle house at one point she's like going back to work no, there again not anyone everyone's very confused about i it. have a feeling this is gonna come out on like tiktok or be part of a viral campaign or something i have a feeling i don't know she's just so normal i mean do you know did she might have gotten paid to do it, though. You know what I mean? I don't know. She, well, she has a – so some fans are theorizing because she has she does have a lyric in her song where she talks about um, going back to Florence, Alabama, and that's where she, she was working in the Waffle House. So mm, maybe she has music video there or something, too. But she's she was also just sharing a vape with a fan in the parking lot. So right. And there was no cameras around, nothing. No, except for the fans recording on their phones. And she was getting her nails done in a random nail shop. I mean, love that because yeah. that's the same. But I don't know. I feel like there has to be something more because as much as I would love to just go work at Raising Cane's, like I didn't get paid to do it, <laughs> but like I still want to like film it and like be in pictures because if you are such a fan of Waffle House, you want to work there. Don't you want to get pictures and like post that you're there because you love it so much? Like when I did Domino's, no one paid me, no one gave me free stuff, but I love to show that I'm a yeah. Domino's like enthusiast, you but know? she just never like posts on social media. So it's like, it's just so random. Yeah, and so, yeah. She's but she's she just does very it. Odd. I will say one of my someone I know who like interviewed her recently. She was like, oh, by the by the way, like my boyfriend's like also a golfer or whatever, and literally this was she it was at the Billboard Award, uh, Billboard Women in Music, uh-huh. and she literally she wasn't even supposed to do press, and her publicist was trying to like push her down the carpet, and she was like, oh my god, I'm going to the the golf club in Burbank later today. Maybe you should come meet me there. A girl that she just met, like literally a lady oh. she just met. I think she's just like this. She's just very sweet. Just very sweet, open. Did you I see when she about was, her. when she met Alicia Marie? No. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> It was the same event. Yes. So I think she's just like. <laughs> and she really... was like, I love you and Remy and Ollie. And I was yeah. like, school. Like, whatever yeah. as a YouTuber gotten a shout out like that. And they're also very niche. I love them. I mean, they're huge. I love their podcast. Pretty yeah. basic, whatever. But um, it's also kind of a little niche. Like they're very like, like lifestyle. Mr. Beast. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They're like lifestyle vloggers. And you're like, oh, this is so random. Yeah. And Ollie too, who I love. But also like it's a very niche thing. You have to know who Ollie is. And it's almost like strawberry really knowing watch. you. Yeah. You have yeah. to really watch and know, like see every vlog basically to know like everything about it. It's oh my so God. Funny. That's, yeah, that's everything. I I get that. Then she's kind of just like a normal. I think she's just like a normal person. But it's just so funny that it became such a huge viral thing. And because she's worth thirty million dollars, so she doesn't have to like. Is that a anything. lot or not a lot? I think that's. A, I mean, that's a lot, right? But you hear something like uh, Selena Gomez being like a billion dollars and Taylor Swift a billion. Like she, Lana, like she literally just writes music and that's all she does. You know, she doesn't like, perform anymore. She does concerts and stuff. Like she's she's doing festivals right now. Okay. Um, but it's not like she has like a makeup brand or a clothing brand or. So she know. makes thirty million just off her music. Yeah. No, I mean it's a lot. It draws me like it's I wish I had thirty of, million, yeah. but it's just so like surreal that she. It's a very Trisha thing to do, I think. Yeah. Okay, like, love that. Yeah, I've been I've been linked to Lana Del Rey a couple times. I when I did um lately like my video titles from like old videos have gone this viral. My favorite meme. Yeah, yeah. I, Zach saying told me about this on his shot. I had no idea what he was talking about. I was like, what? And I guess people are saying they're like Lana Del Rey album covers or. Something, yes, because your blog titles. and video titles are just very long and specific. And, <laughs> and um, is that what hers poetic. are? Yeah, her. T- um, I think her last one was. Did you know that there was a tunnel under Ocean Boulevard? So it's very long oh, okay. and like. <laughs> yeah, it's not like a. Mine was like eating butter noodles on a veranda. veranda. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, that's why I love X. I love all these social media things because I think they're so funny. They go viral because it started on X, and I was like, okay, yeah. I love this. Also, do you love that I'm saying X now? I know. I, it took me by – like, it, the first time you said it, it took me a second. I was like, oh, okay. Trish is going full on. <laughs> We are, we're Twitter heads over here, and now ex, yeah. formerly known as Twitter. Um, yeah, I, I, I kind of love it. Although I don't know if I should love it. I guess it's a conservative. I didn't know this. Everyone's like, it's a conservative platform. And I'm like, Isn't I don't know. It? I mean, I think it depends. Like, I mean, what? not from not my Twitter. Not mine, my, right. not my ex. Mine is just silly. Yeah. Oh, you're on it then. You just don't look. Because I sent you a tweet, and you're like, oh, I don't like to look at Twitter. Oh, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I look at my, like, For You page, and I look at who I follow, but I don't look at, like, I don't seek out things if that makes sense or look at my own notif- I never look at my own stuff. I I have to be like in a like a boring mood to look at it because I get some bad ones too but the for you page is what saved X I think I feel like that because it used to just be people you followed yeah. now that they show you stuff you don't follow like I only go on that page I'm like oh like stuff Me you might too, be interested be in yeah. yeah I yeah. kind of live for it also here's your reminder to uh, eat today I met someone in the parking lot at the Barbie movie on Monday and she was like you helped me so much with my ED and like thank you because because of you whenever you do your mukbangs I remind myself to eat because she goes sometimes I don't want to eat after a binge and I was like oh please eat today I you know what me too sometimes I know so many people this is like a different thing completely but I know so many people who are just like don't eat like they you know I know someone now currently who's trying to lose weight and she's like I just haven't eaten in the past couple days and I'm like oh just eat I know how hard it is but like just eat because otherwise your body could fail you you could mess up your metabolism there's you could be sad you could lose your energy just you know have a have something to eat I also just really love food I'm kind of at this point where I'm just like I just love food we go on our walks we try and do better I try to have a salad we still have a salad last night and then I had bolognese because I was like I had a horrible (laughs) lunch I had chicken fajita that were just like the worst chicken fajitas. So you like, how do you it. Yeah. yeah. So, um, because I plan out our dinners because I have like issues with food. So I like plan out our dinners for the week and I was like, oh, I thought you were going to do, because I was like, I'm going to do marmalade. I'm going to do salads before. So I'm like, you know, nice and tight. And then I was like, I'm hungry. We didn't have a good lunch. I'm like, let's do bolognese. And my husband made me bolognese last night. It was so good. It was amazing. Yeah. You have to, I, I'm, I'm like the same. If you have a disappointing meal beforehand, you cut, and like you were looking yes. forward to a good meal. Well, we go out for lunch every day. That's like our thing. And then we usually cook dinner or like I'll like have something little for dinner, like a salad. So I was like, okay, t- we're going to go out for lunch. It's going to be cute. Um, yeah, it wasn't cute. Yeah. I couldn't even eat it. I literally spit it out. I took one bite of it and I spit it out, which is crazy. How do you mess up chicken fitas? I love chicken fitas. I've never had a bad one. This was the worst one ever. I spit it out. It was like the rib meat and the gristle. Like that was it. There was no chicken breast. There was nothing. There was no, it was the weirdest thing. So then you deserved, you deserved a good makeup Spaghetti meal. and meat sauce. <laughs> it was so good. It was on my Instagram. Check it out. Should I pay this back up? <laughs> I kind of want to talk about the streamy award nominations because I think so it's kind of funny. Because I love to talk about YouTube stuff with you and I feel like people like getting your take on YouTube stuff because you've just been on YouTube for so long. And I'm it's like, like the worst take on YouTube though because I am kind of a YouTube hater because I just feel like so shunned by YouTube. Fun. Yeah, that's why it's kind of fun. <laughs> YouTube hates me. I don't know why. I love YouTube. Um, I've never been acknowledged by YouTube. <laughs> and it's funny because like the streaming war, like it's kind of like, I don't know. It's kind of, it's like the Oscars of YouTube, right? But it's also like so silly. Right. So it's like. And it's just funny now because I don't recognize a lot of the people who are nominated. I don't know anybody. Yeah, like even when I went, I went one year to the Streaming Awards. It was like 2018. It was when I was part of like the whole like unlock squad or whatever. And I was like, and I went with them, and I was like, I literally knew nobody there. I was like, what is this? Like this is the most. And it's like at the Hilton, and it's like this random thing, and it's like. Even when I was included in it for that segment, I was just like, this is so weird. <laughs> it's little, it's wild. It's definitely wild. It's like very – Because people on social media take themselves so seriously like that. I just can't. I just can't. You know? I don't um, know. I want to read you some of the nominees just to see if you know them. Okay. Because I think it'll be funny. I love it's it. It's entertaining for Okay. Me. And by all these people, congratulations, by the way. Yeah, I've never been nominated hater, for a not, steamy. Yeah. Not, yeah. 
Steamy or streamy, streamy or what is it? Okay, got it, yeah. got it. <laughs> so Mr. Beast obviously is the most nominated. Of, right, but yeah. he's like a machine, right? Like, and I treated this as everyone came from me, but he has like, it's a corporation behind him, yeah, right? Yeah, so okay. this is some kind of tea, not really, but a little <laughs> bit. I, inter- like last year, interviewed for a job with Mr. Beast. I didn't get to him, oh. but I interviewed like to work for him and I would have, I would have had to move to North Carolina and live on the compound and. No, yeah. compound era again yeah. with Oprah. <laughs> yeah. I would have been on the Mr. Beast compound. Like they hook you up, like they give you a, I think a townhouse or something and you live. Like, no. Yeah. And that's where like they're like kind of all... culty. It feels like a weird like I don't know. movie. I think he, that's just where he's based and that's just. I guess where his whole team is like located, I guess. And but... maybe like Don't Worry Darling, where it's like you can't come back yeah. to the real world. <laughs> like, um, I don't know. It was it was kind of odd. It was an odd. You interview. didn't get it or you just didn't want it? I didn't get it. I mean, I kind of didn't want it in the first place, but I wanted to interview because I'm like, that seems cool to interview for like Mr. Beast. Like, right. Beast. We never met him. No, I just did the first round of interviews and it didn't. It was the worst interview I've ever. Like, I, I remember being so upset after because I'm like, this was a terrible interview. Like. What, what I, was bad? It was just very untraditional where instead of – I didn't really know what the job was. Like I got – they found me on LinkedIn and like asked me to apply. And oh, like, oh. Okay. Interesting. And then – but – and it was like a role that they just – a role they just created to make content, to like produce his content. But I didn't know anything about the role. And then all of a sudden like in the beginning of the interview, they just put me in these like hypothetical situations and – and were asking me what I would do. But I didn't know anything that was going – it was very weird. <laughs> what was the hypothetical situation? Was like what about, was – the one I remember was okay. The um, it was like Mr. Beast and two other guys. You're in a Vegas, you're in a Vegas hotel, and you are eating um, like ten thousand dollars worth of food. And you have to eat. The chef says you have to come in at this time to film. Mm-hmm. But the guys are out at a, at a hotel, uh, partying in the pool or something. And you're texting them, try to get them um, to come, but they're not <laughs> responding. What would you do? And I was like, Oh, this isn't even like a video. This is like a scenario if you're trying to get a hold of Mr. Beast. Yeah, like to get him <laughs> to come to the do the do the shoot or something. <laughs> what? And they and they had the answer that they already had the there was a correct answer. What's the correct answer? The what correct, did you say? What did you say? I was like, well, I was like, okay, well, I would just try to find them to. I mean, well, if the chef says we have to shoot at this time, then I'm gonna go find them and make sure we're here by this specific time. Like, I was like, so they're not answering my text, and she's like, no, they're not answering your text. I was like, okay, so I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go look for them in the casino. I'm gonna find them and tell them, come on, we gotta go shoot. And she's like. No, but like the chef says, we got the food. We can do blah blah blah. And I was like, okay. And she's like, do you want the answer? What? I was like, yeah. That's she's the like, correct answer. Say the chef. Can, you, the chef can do any time, so you can just wait whenever they come up. We can shoot whenever the guys I are ready to shoot. I thought there was a time. Literally, that I know. I'm like, well, the it's like ten thousand dollars worth of food is going to go to wait. I was so stressed, and it was like three, it wasn't even a real situation. No. You're stressed. That's not good. And it was like three scenarios like that, and I got all of them wrong. And at the end. I was like, I knew I bombed at that point. I was like, so what is it like, like working here? It was wild. And so, you said that? You yeah. asked them? And what did they say? Don't point, ask. She was like explaining. It sounded like a cool, it's like, it's not for everyone. It certainly wasn't for me. So, you know. I think you have to be like a beast head to work there. Like yeah, you have to be a fan. Yeah, I think so too. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he's, like you said, a machine. He's doing great, like insane content over there. But it seems it seems gnarly but he gets canceled sometimes too i remember i saw like a cake like a toilet cake you remember that scandal yeah then like he he kind of had someone like pitch it or make it or something and then he ended up going with someone else and like yeah. didn't pay them or something and like but i showed you yeah, how to construct stop. it but i guess when you're that big like you can't really yeah, everyone gets canceled yeah. something for some reason that's what i'm saying too but yeah oh so interesting. interesting okay what's what is this category just hey so he's YouTuber? the nom- he's like creator of the year in like a million other categories for like feastables and all that stuff too <laughs> which um, i remember there was a tiktoker who reviewed his candy is that what it is the feastables candy or it, is it food it's uh, like it's 
candy and food. There was like a chocolate bar. He has chocolate. He has cookies. Okay. And and this TikToker was with him and gave him an honest review and was like, this is not really, it's it's okay. And he was like pissed about it. He was like, wait, what? And he's like, I know he wanted me to give him like a good review, but the chocolate was just average. Yeah. Canceled again. Canceled again. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah, Mr. Beast. I have no opinion on, but like, I mean, I love that he's so, I think anyone who's huge is like, that's amazing. Especially he gets insane amount of views i don't watch him myself like it's right. really for me but Probably for kids or something yeah right? like shout out to him and everyone who watches him yes um, and the compound so um one of the breakout uh creator nominees is octopus lover eight you know him <laughs> what? oh you don't i thought you <laughs> oh, did you, oh you know i thought you're being like I, silly no, i only found out about him recently octopus lover eight yeah it sounds like an aim name i like it he's, he's a tiktoker a, he's a comedian on tiktoker yeah what's he what's he what's his shtick Oh, is he the, like, good-looking one with the teeth? I don't think so. He he's on like, Wild and Out? No, he's oh. young. <laughs> well, that guy's young. I, think, um, I mean, he, like, just collab- – I only know him because he collabed with Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> all yeah, Rose, oh, my gosh. All Rose lead back to Olivia Rodrigo and Taylor Swift. Yes, or The Idol. Yeah, <laughs> with you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if they were on The Idol, I don't know them. Um, the other breakout creator nominees are Alex Earl. Love yeah, Alex okay. Earl. Love Alex Earl. Yes. She's everything. Um, oh, Drew. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Afu- Afulo? Afulo. She, I know she has a, a podcast with her sister. And okay. she's very funny. What um, does she do? She does like beauty lifestyle on TikTok. But then she also has a podcast where she just talks about like okay. things with her sister. Makeup girly. Um, I mean, Alex Earl's a makeup girly too, right? Is she, or is she like lifestyle? I think maybe li- I think maybe Drew is also lifestyle. Okay. I think. Love that. We love a lifestyle TikToker. I Dylan think Mulvaney. Mulvaney. She's great. She's nominated. Obsessed with her. her. Everything about her. And great. Keith Lee. Keith Lee is the TikToker food reviewer. I love oh, Keith Lee. Yes, yes, yes. He's I the first... one that did the Mr. Beast. He yes. is huge. He has his own Chipotle. Chipotle meal. Like he's so huge. He's so He seems so humble. Like I love Keith Lee. He so has... you knew pretty much all the breakout – TikTokers. Yeah. <laughs> I guess Octopus Lover. Octopus. I need He's to find him. One. Yeah. Um, wow. Interesting. Who's going to win? Well, it should be Mr. Beast. He shouldn't be Breakout. Or- <laughs> no, no, Mr. Beast is not Breakout. <laughs> he just has the most nomination. Oh, okay. I yeah, thought yeah. he was in that category. Yeah. I was like, that's not fair. Um, ooh, I would say Keith Lee or... Um, or Dylan? Dylan. She's yeah. had a big year. She had a big year. But also, she was like pretty popular. I mean, Beforehand, she was like, yeah. yeah. Like, I, don't, I didn't really think of her as a Breakout creator, but... Yeah, know. I feel like she's been in the industry. Yeah. But she has been everywhere. I love her. The host is MatPat. Do you know MatPat? No. Oh. Who's MatPat? That's just a theory. A game theory. Do you know him? I only know because he was on Escape the Night and then that's what I went for. Oh, okay. Escape the Night breakout. (laughs) (laughs) Escape the Night alum. Um, Wait, how do you know? Were you you working on that show? No, I just watched. Not that. Not You're a stan. And then that's – I didn't know Matt Pat before that. But he was already big before. Matt Pat? Night, but, I've yeah. never heard of him. He's like commentary channel. So I, I'm not surprised. How was Matt Pat on Escape the Night and I never was asked? I'm just <laughs> – do you know what I mean? Like there's like a disconnect there that somewhere. <laughs> it's fine. Your it's fine. Um, but <laughs> uh, Matt Pat – the person who hosted last year was like also like a random – Mr. Beast person. It was like very yeah. random. Oh yeah, Eric. Eric. Yeah. He asked me to be a part of his videos recently. Oh. And it was like, should I say it? I don't know. I guess it doesn't matter. Who cares? It was such a weird thing. So it was like a prank. Do you know him? Do you know Eric? Yeah, only because of the streamings last year. But. I didn't know that he was the host of that. Uh, I mean, I guess I did when someone told me, but I didn't. Oh, I only knew because he told me after all this. He's like, oh, like no hard feelings, by the way. I was like, oh, I didn't even know you. Whatever. I didn't <laughs> I didn't put the two together. But he had DM'd me. And, you know, on DM, you can see like 
based on the most followers who DMs you. So he had a lot of followers. And then I went to his page and I was like, oh, he does like gets a lot of views. And I was like, maybe. So he's like, yeah, I want, to, I want you to be part of my prank. I'm like, okay, this could be fun. This could get into a new generation or whatever. And it was, I had just had Malibu. It was like three months postpartum. And he's like, yeah, basically we want you to like bring Malibu and like we're going to have a babysitter and the babysitter's going to watch the baby and then you're going to take the baby and like prank the babysitter. And I was like, that sounds really traumatic yeah. for everybody involved. <laughs> I was like, maybe not. So I was just like, oh, actually, no. But I mean, it was, it was, I guess it's just like a guy with no kids who thinks that way, but it was very weird. It was very random. And then he told me, then he's like, oh, okay, by the way, no hard feelings from the streamies or whatever it was. And I was like, oh, okay. So I don't know. That was my interaction with him. That was it. But I thought, oh, it's like a Mr. Beast. And I was super excited to like clap. And I was just like, maybe not with my newborn. Thank you. Yeah. That's like a- <laughs> That seems very, like, bro-y. I just, I don't like pranks. I don't like pranks anyways, even if it was just me. I think it's just, like, weird and, like. Uh, But he's nominated for Creative of the Year. Wow. Yeah, Yeah, you know, he's popular. Maybe, like, young kids or something again. I don't know. I never get that. I I always love, like, the, uh, like, traditional celebrities who get nominated for a streamy. Like, this year it's Hailey Bieber, the Jonas Brothers, Kate (laughs) Hudson. Lily Lily (laughs) Reinhart, Camila Mendez, Madeline Petch from All From Everdale. And Paris Hilton. Okay, Paris Hilton should win because she, she's like social media. She is like, yeah. Like people, I know people who work with her, like the girl who does all my bling up. She, uh, like Paris just DMs her directly and they talk on, like sent her voicemails and stuff like good. that. I remember the last time when it was the one you went to, she was there. Oh, like 2018 or something. Yeah, 2018, 2018. Yeah. She was there with Kim Petras. Okay, love that. Yeah, the, I was weird with the mainstream people. Like, are they going to show up? I mean, Paris would, but yeah. like Kate Hudson, what is she nominated for? I, I, that's a good I think she's just... Uh, so random. Yeah. They have like a category for like celebrities who do. Like Sophia Richie is also nominated for something random too. It's I'm surprised weird. she's not on there over Hailey Bieber because yeah. I think she's the new it girl, the new style girl. Um, Michaela Nagira. Is that how you pronounce her last name? I don't know how you pronounce her last name. I love Michaela. I, me too. She could go by just Michaela. Yeah, she honestly should just draw. Yeah, because yeah, it is hard yeah. to... Yeah. So she's nominated for creator of the year and also beauty which i thought was kind of fierce because she had that whole the island yeah her <laughs> the mascara cancellation was so silly yeah people really were trying to cancel her though for that and again she was she didn't she didn't she say did. anything about <laughs> no. it you said the power she just came back like I'm the here. power of ignoring things i think when like, it comes to like something like mascara you could ignore it yeah some things you shouldn't ignore but like True. that yeah again like no real victims really you know so yeah um, i feel like yeah that's like on the same level as like when joey like blocked a driveway and everyone was trying to cancel him yeah. like oh my god you blocked someone's driveway you know what i mean i think yeah. it's like certain things are so silly but michaela is iconic she like she had makeup by mario and chris appleton do you know who they are yes of course okay yeah. oh, kardashians yeah. right yeah like literally kim kardashian's like main glam squad like that was insane i was like girl i got invited to her wedding did you really did i talk about this yes no. i got did invited you? to her wedding yet yeah. literally she asked me for my address to send an invite and then um literally she followed up with me like did you get an invite i was like no like i mean i would have like responded or whatever and then she sent me the invite like you know over uh text or whatever and i we, we almost were considering going in this past july but you had to get like we had to go on like two different planes to get there because oh. it was in like another it was like one i don't know and so i think i think her location was out there rhode island and so like you had to go to like these whatever so but i also thought in my head i was thinking oh it's like an influencer wedding so it's gonna be like it, like a, a thousand influencers yeah. um and then when i saw the wedding and there was a lot of influencers but maybe like a handful there wasn't as many as i thought so i was like man i should have gone i was very michaela i love you i was super honored um just logistics with like malibu and also that was at a weird time this summer like there was a lot going on so um but i was i was so excited i, I love her i think she's great i love that she um talks about everything i think she's amazing yeah, she's she, so pretty she does great makeup yeah pretty fierce i love but it's just crazy too that she's like 
I love that she's in creator of the year category because when you're in the same category as Mr. Beast, like that is yeah. pretty, that is pretty crazy. I think she's up there with him. If I, I mean, just like an outside perspective, like she's pretty massive. She has all these collabs with Elf Cosmetics. Like I sent her a DM to be like, do you want to be on my podcast? I haven't heard back. But that would be I was sending out so many DMs after our last episode. I was feeling on top of the world. I'm like, let me send one to this person and this person. And I actually heard back from some people. Some people in the idol wrote back to me. And they're like, after the strike. And I was like, okay, great. I was shook. I was like, wait, what? Like that. I was feeling very confident. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, we do have a guest coming up, by the way. That but is um, wild. yeah, that I love Michaela. I think she's, I think she's great. Yeah, her 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 scandal was so silly to yeah, me. It was funny. It was a fun time. I always love like a silly scandal like that, though. Like it's just kind of like it's kind of entertaining. To me, I, mean? I think like L'Oreal like should have paid for that. Like maybe they paid for that because that, I remember it was you tried to find the friggin' mascara. You sold out. Find it. Yeah. I went everywhere. I even bought two. I started doing like everyone was wearing it. They had literally everybody in the community talking about it. And then some people got so mad about it. Like oh my god, this liar! They're wearing the falsy and it's like i mean probably and it is i don't know i guess it could be considered false advertising or something yeah. but but it was still like in the grand scheme of internet drama it was it was pretty silly. and people bought it and yeah. It, yeah it was okay it was a good mascara and she just kept it moving and that's what i love i love, I, love oh girls just I heard she makes like allegedly i don't know she didn't tell me this information but like it's like 80 to 100 000 per tiktok oh, like for a sponsorship she's getting sponsored by l'oreal all these things like i never made that in my life like that's and insane she does like move product is what obviously of course yeah, so. which that's the true mark of an influencer i don't think i've ever moved product like you my own product. I don't think anyone's ever I've bought. tried food because you've tried it. Really? Yeah. Well, that's a pro- I know. Why am I not getting sponsored by this? This is the product I could try. I know a lot of influencers that we know that like don't even eat fast food and they get sponsored by fast food. I was like, this is so true. Yeah. But you're always on the cutting edge of a new like fast food product. Oh, like, I want it. There's times where I'll be like, oh, like I should tell Trish about it. And you've already freaking uploaded. Yeah. <laughs> After this, I have to literally go to Wendy's. The Frostuccino just came out and it's like, I'm on it. I want to get it so quickly. Apparently, I miss the strawberry biscuit at Popeyes. I'm usually on it. I love it. Uh, that's so my good. ish. You know, I went to like four McDonald's looking for that cookies and cream pie and it was worth it. See, so that's why. Instead of the streamies, I want to have the Trishies one time. And it's just like every category is the, you. Like Let's different, do it. Yeah. Trishies. Oh, yeah. wait. Every category is me. Like I win all the categories. <laughs> yeah. It's just like your different videos. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. We can have the Trishies. I'll be here to accept. I would love to do the Trishies. That sounds really narcissistic, but I think it'd be fun. I think it'd be okay. so. We'll do it. We already talking about like how we're gonna set, like decorate the set for Halloween. Like Michael's has like hot pink pumpkins, so I bought some hot pink pumpkins. Like, I we'll love just, that. You're we'll switch playing. it up. Yeah, yeah I plan <laughs> ahead. I mean, hopefully we make it past three episodes. You know what I mean? This is episode number two, so so far so good. Yeah, so far so good. <laughs> We love Jess Trish and Oscar and Moses. Asterisk, asterisk. Asterisk, asterisk. <laughs> okay. Do you have any other stories before you we get into the the VF one? Oh, um, let's see here. I literally wrote – sometimes I don't even know what I wrote. I literally wrote uh, accept all cookies. Oh, I think maybe that's like when it says accept all cookies, like when you go to a website. <laughs> I don't know what I was going to talk about with that. <laughs> I don't I know. A, <laughs> Why did I write that down? That's gonna be the title. <laughs> I I don't know. Other than that, pops up all the time. I guess I don't know what I was gonna say yeah, on that. You probably just wanted to say how were you like annoyed that every time you go to a website, no you have to like, hit accept all cookies. Maybe because it is annoying lately. It's been like that. Yeah, every time you go to a, a website, mm. I love cookies. Moses doesn't like cookies. I love cookies. They're I so wonder because this happened to me yeah. I, when I was researching a topic. Every website I go to except all cookies. I wonder if you went through a similar journey and as you were looking up something else. Like I, well, something. I never set except all cookies. I never, I never set but that. But you see the pop up. Oh, every website yeah. I go to says that now. Yeah. Like shopping anything, it says accept all cookies. Yeah. Why? 
That's a good question. You know? No. I, Moses is unmuting him. He's, he's ready. He's ready <laughs> he's to spill the, the, the tea. He's ready to spill. What's, they, what is a cookie? They basically place information on your computer. They're saving their information. Mm. You know how you go up to a website and it knows where you were? Yeah. So they basically keep track of everything you do. You know, you go on Google and you see that you've been on this website before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it saves things for you. Save your login. Save your password. Oh, so, that's accepting okay. all the cookies. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, they save more than that. And, and they, if you say don't don't allow the cookies, then, then they... you just have to re-log in. You have to... Basically, you're not oh. giving oh. them your cookies. So. Oh. oh. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> dirty. Maybe giving them your cookies. controversial, but I'm giving my cookies away all Me the time. Too. Yeah. <laughs> Except all cookies. Yeah. Okay. The big story of the past week um, that you were kind of involved in oh, no. a little bit. So I hate when I'm involved in anything. <laughs> Please don't You're involve har- me. You're hardly involved. Maybe like 5% oh, okay. involved. Yeah. Did you see the whole Vanity Fair article drama mm. with um, Adam McIntyre? Okay. So like obviously it's like uh, it's so it's so much. I didn't see it. No, I didn't. Okay. I saw people talking about it. I saw like titles. I didn't like. Yeah. The whole I, thing is like super triggering from the beginning. Like every, mm-hmm. there's just so much that I like didn't say, haven't say. Like, you know, yeah. it's just a lot. I figured it would be kind of complicated you'd have complicated feelings about it Mm -hmm. i looked at the article and i honestly because everyone was making such a big deal about it that i was like how crazy could it be yeah and i like i am someone with like a journalism background like i went to school for it i work in it and i was pretty gagged at the article because it was so was so focused on uh, avoiding blame and stuff and it was so focused on making adam like the scapegoat for all the recent like Colleen drama and that's what I was like mostly interested in like I was mostly interested in why like how this article came to be and why it was so extreme in pointing all the blame on Adam who was only like a fraction of everything that happens a very fraction I feel yeah Yeah. because there's so many people who have shared like their stories and experiences and it was weird the article kind of overlooked it so I was like Think putting my experience out there, I was like, okay, obviously it was some kind of favor, like in journalism, especially entertainment, like you do favors for celebrity, like teams. Oh, and stuff. D- that does happen. Yeah, like there's if PR. you know them. Yeah, like you can do stuff as like a favor article, like write up something small about a celebrity's like little event or something, right? Or cover something good that they did, um, as like a relationship kind of thing, because it's all mm. about relationships, right? But it's very interesting to me that they covered the Colleen drama and not only did they cover it and like be very much like on her side and minimize everything else but then they also the article also like came after like Rolling Stone and Huffington Post like almost like making fun of uh their exposés that they did okay so what's the title of this article first like what's the title do you Um, know it was like everything you need to know about the Miranda Sings drama or something like that let me pull up the exact title though okay Hmm. Interesting okay. choice of words to call How the Miranda Sings Colleen Ballinger scandal went off the rails. Everything you need to know about the drama tearing YouTube apart. Which was very... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Calling but, it drama, saying tearing YouTube apart. I don't think we're torn apart on that's this. That's pretty much what everyone has said. Yeah. It yeah. hasn't really torn YouTube apart. And the... I mean, like I said, the article seems very like PR. It's, it's uh, very odd. The they name is, Adam by name. The only person they name in besides Colleen, the whole thing is Adam. Um, by his name. By his Adam McIntyre. They specifically full name. They call him um, a whistleblower <gasps> who frequently posted new videos and racking up hundreds of, th- hundreds of thousands of views commenting on the Colleen drama. 
Um, oh my god! And then meanwhile, Ballinger continued to work on her own YouTube channel that uh, was wholesome lifestyle content about her kids. So that paragraph alone kind of juxtaposes the two sides, Ooh. right? Okay, like the reason I don't like talk about this as much or even like read into it is like this topic is super triggering, and it's not like because I knew Colleen personally. Like it's, it has nothing to do. It's like I. It's, like, something I, like, don't talk about a lot, but I've, like, dealt with this myself. Like, I've, I've, I've been fans of people when I was, like, younger and underage. I've been, and I'm talking personal now, personally for me, fans of people, where I really do feel that I was, um, like, manipulated. I feel like I was – I it changed my perspective. And, again, just talking solely based on me. Like, I've had pornographic images shown to me. And this is something completely different. But it just shown to me when I was, like, younger. And I really think it, like – set off this like discourse in life that was like really like traumatic for me but aside from that like and it, again it was like it was a power dynamic whatever and I'm not saying this with Colleen and Adam because I, I the reason I don't like look into it much is like it's very triggering but like hearing that huh this is so hard to talk about like the whistleblower thing calling someone that is a lot like you know what I mean because no matter how you look at the situation like Adam was a minor Adam was a fan of somebody and he was made to feel some type of way you know what I mean he feels like he was like manipulated he came out the story and it's like to call like to diminish it I guess like I said and to call him like a whistleblower to make it seem like it's for attention or something is like really ick on Vanity Fair's part you know what I mean yeah I'm in the same boat as you like that's why I was because the drama aside, like, it's – the whole article to me was, like, super – it was very interesting and just very odd because legally there's also – I mean, I have studied a little bit of – I'm not a lawyer. I've studied a little bit of journalism law, but the author, like, never reached out for a comment from Adam, especially Adam because he no. mentions Adam by name, but not – anyone else involved wait either. what yeah. isn't that like journalism 101 is. is to like get to a at side least, mm-hmm, to at least make an attempt you know like you don't have to get it per se but you have to you usually have yeah. to at least make that attempt when i've done art when i've talked about people they're like we're gonna reach out to them for comment you know because you yes. have to get oh that's crazy so it's, it's very very odd i need and to say one more disclaimer real quick before we yes. move forward it's like i do have to say a disclaimer is like a lot of people are like okay you didn't say anything until i involved you and it's like you know for a minute i wasn't looking at anything and then also me and adam like you know he always says like trisha had me blocked and stuff like that and it's like i blocked him for something completely unrelated it had nothing to do with this like something unrelated you know i he had replied to pop crave and say it's like the spawn of saint about like my unborn when anyone asked i was pregnant or something so like that is why i blocked him and so we have our own issues obviously he doesn't like a lot of the stuff i do like he just doesn't like me and that's totally fine and like obviously i don't want to see negativity about me especially during my pregnancy so i just blocked him that's it but in this situation i 100 percent have nothing but like sympathy and empathy and like support for adam in this situation because it's just it's just very clear cut what everything was she was the adult he was the minor with the underwear with everything like that like the editing out of the video like i support him fully um you know and like i do think people can make mistakes and like you should hold people accountable get canceled and like hopefully learn from them and like take accountability so i support him 100 but the reason I didn't get into it is because of this whatever like this our past I just like I don't know you know I don't know this this person whatever but hearing now hearing all the stuff that did happen and seeing everything that did what I didn't know about the underwear stuff I didn't know about a lot of this stuff I didn't know about any of this stuff okay anyway so this is a whole thing we can go to it because it's it was an article but yeah I get so like heated about this because like you know you can not like Adam think he's whatever like you know he's done drama and stuff like that but like this is like this is the this is what's so annoying is like when someone like his job is a YouTuber and so he makes YouTube videos about this and it's like because he was a victim it's like all of a sudden he's like this like oh now he's a whistleblower it's like no like this is like he finally has some support like someone came out and said hey this is what she said to me to take you down like he's like I feel validated and I know that feeling you know I didn't know any of this in 2020 I didn't keep up with any of it I knew nothing about it 
And um, it just like wasn't my place to say anything. I didn't know enough about the situation to say anything. I think in general, back to the Doja Cat thing, you know, when people like her friend should say something, it's like it's not anyone else's responsibility but hers. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And like it's a sticky situation. You distance yourself, do whatever. If people don't distance themselves, then you can judge them for that. But it's a whole situation. And it's a very like legal situation too. There's like a minor involved. There's all this stuff like that. Like that's why when my stuff got involved, I had to say something because I was like, I need to make a hard stance. Like this is, I don't support it. This is not okay. Like I stand with victims. I'm a sex worker. This is not okay. This should never be, especially to minors as someone who has sent nude images as a minor and like not sent, but shown them. Like when I was shown porn at an early age, it's, it, it, it affected my whole life, my whole discourse, my whole sexuality, my whole everything. It's, it was, it's, it's really, really bad. So, mm-hmm. and even any, any sort of, even if it's not like a sexual thing, like any sort of anything, you know, talking about a sex life with people, like anything like that is just, I think, crossing the line. Anyways, you can, mm-hmm. I do just get so upset about it. No, I know. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't even mean to bring, I just thought it was like, no, it's, yeah. Especially because there is a part in the article where it, alludes to you but doesn't mention you by name which again is very weird that the only person they mention is adam um they mention they allude so they said mcintyre and another former fan have alleged that ballinger sent them nude photos from a sex worker posting unverified if troubling text messages as proof wait so, unverified what are you they, what are that saying they're saying that the screenshot like colleen did not verify that those are her screenshots basically but right? it's literally like her friend like next yeah. to it like who else is so, sending that like again, that's why the the word like the wording and this whole article is just so odd and and how are you gonna not name my name call me a sex worker yeah. Like, not name my name, but your name, Adam McIntyre, who is does not have the same sort of, like, platform. numbers. Yeah, same yeah. platform, same anything. Um, who's also the minor at the time, the fan at the time, all this stuff like that. But you're not going to mention, like, anyone else's name. Yeah, the whole – I'm, like, very mystified by how this thing, this whole piece came to be. Obviously, there's stuff behind the scenes with, like, probably the author – um, I'm sure it's clicking well for them. So I think that's why they haven't taken it down despite a lot of like drama, even like on the Vanity Fair tweet. Um, and it's with the publications, Twitter, it's just like automatic. They Twitter like automatically publishes whatever gets published to the website. So um, there was a community note or X, sorry. There was a community note on the X. <laughs> <laughs> We're rebranding. We're that, helping rebrand. <laughs> that even like clarified um, saying the inaccuracies in the article. So it's all very, very odd. The author even like blocked Adam on social media when Adam tried to reach out. So the whole thing is so confusing to me. What? Especially just because like, like I said, from a journalist background. You're, it's vanity I, fair. This yeah. isn't business insider. No offense. But like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. even they reach out. <laughs> yeah. Like any publication I've ever worked at. I mean, it just, I don't see how that would pass anywhere else. So that's why I'm like so mystified by it because it's so like blatantly one-sided like there's no real attempt to like you know show all sides of a very complex story with a lot of yeah layers. and if they're framing it as like it's this complex thing tearing you know it's torn people are torn about it then like show both sides like white people are torn like you're showing this one side and almost like an attack on like adam which i just think regardless of your opinions and i get i didn't say what the tweet to like character do any character session and i'm just saying my personal relationship with him he doesn't like me he's like whatever you know what i mean but again with this situation like how are you not how are you not on the side of this minor, like in this like power dynamic situation that like whatever, you know, who, who it was like proven, right? Proven that it was like manipulated and all stuff like that and like attacked. It's just, ah, it's so weird. Mm-hmm. I'm so like perplexed by all this. And when did this article come out? It came out last week. So it was pretty recent. It's also weirdly like spaced out mm-hmm. from everything It's like that's dying happened. down. Yeah. Which, you know, for people who are like really affected by this, you know, it's kind of like, 
it does become like anything, you know, just like people mm-hmm. just forget about things and move on, which, you know, maybe shouldn't be the case for everything. But also like this article coming out now when it's like has died down and there's maybe not so much support for Adam as there was or like people just moved on from it. Yeah. Like it's unlike anything I've ever seen. In and my- have one line <laughs> of it be like, oh, and she sent a sex worker as news. So yeah. uh, what was the exact line? In the ensuing weeks, Ballinger would be accused of everything from a Beyonce song in blackface to texting a sex worker's nudes to a minor. Ballinger's legal team has denied she performed in blackface, saying she was wearing green face paint for a prior cover of a song from Wicked. Well, it was confirmed she sent them. She sent me an apology on that Saturday after I made the video. I made the video July 3rd, and then she sent me an apology on, like, Saturday, July, like, 8th or 9th. And she's like, yeah, I was a coward. I lied to you. Like, I should have just told you the truth when you asked me about the photos. Like, I was a coward, and that was it. So she, like, apologized for it. So she's like, she definitely sent them to that guy. They're not denying that she sent them. They're denying the black face, which was green face or whatever, um, in the in the show. But they're not denying the thing. So I have to say, allegedly, I guess for like legal reasons, because like we haven't seen them from Adam. Of course, I believe Adam because it has been verified that she sent him to Johnny from her herself. She said, "I apologize," which I don't know if she should be apologizing to me. Really, she should probably be apologizing to these people or you know the the victims and stuff like that. But if it was verified that she sent them, it is verified that she sent them to him. Obviously, we could tell by the text and stuff like that. Then then I believe Adam, of course, it's like not out. So it's like, again, allegedly. But sending nudes to a minor, allegedly, is like so beyond like disgusting. Like it's so disgusting that like I don't know how this is not bigger because this isn't like something that's just like, okay, a couple jokes or whatever like that, which is still disgusting with kids. But like you did that. Like that's so not like imagine if it was a man talking about men and women. Like imagine if that was a guy doing mm. that to like a 14 year old girl. Do you know what I mean? Like it's actually so insane. And again, as a sex worker, as someone who like has been through that exact experience, like it's so like disgusting, traumatizing on so many levels. Like I think Adam can make a thousand videos on it for about it and it would be justified. You know what I mean? Because it is. And then to have everyone now publicly shame you back in 2020 when it happened, but now Vanity Fair calling only you out and no one else out is actually like so insane. I haven't read the article. I should probably read the article, I guess. But um, like I, there should be like legal grounds for him or something because isn't that like, I don't know, like slander. I don't know. I don't know what they're saying. I guess they're saying they're just recapping the story, but. Oh, man. Yeah, I think she might need – she should do a real statement, <laughs> like a real statement and stuff because I think – I don't know. The, I don't know. Yeah, regardless of stuff isn't helping anyone situation, this article. If that was the goal is to help anyone, mm. I don't think it did. I think it just raises more questions Helped than absolutely else. no one. Helped no and one. And whether they and know Colleen or don't. Yeah, yeah, trigger a lot of people. It's, it's so true. It's why I, like, really don't, like, watch this stuff because it's, like, so upsetting and I think that's crazy. I don't like it. Me either. And I'm sorry we ended on that note, y'all. That is uh, – I don't know. I feel like there's, like, so much to say about this situation, and it's just one of those things where it's just – when you're a fan of somebody, no matter any age, but when you're a fan of someone and that person that you admire, like, takes advantage in any sort of way or manipulates in any sort of way, like, it's, 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 it's hard to come in with the words. It's, like, so – awful and it's like it's like not your fault and if you're a minor and you know I also get the point of like you know someone was criticizing the other the guy that got sent the text message Johnny he's criticizing him for like making fun of me back but it's like when you're when you idolize someone it's like in they're doing the like of course you're gonna be in on it too especially like Adam I'm sure when he's younger I'm sure he partaked in it whatever he's I think he said it too because he's like I apologize it's like you don't need to apologize to me like I get it like you're also you're a child like you don't need to apologize for like whatever you know um but I 
God, I wish there was just more that could be done about, you know, about that stuff in general because like, show, I don't know. <sighs> you guys, this is just Trish and we'll try and keep it lighthearted next time. Well, next week we can tease our Taylor Swift. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, either a lot of people will tune in or a lot of that's people will true, be turning true. out. <laughs> no, I will say, I mean, maybe it's because my FYP is very biased, but a lot of people were very excited for your um, Swifty journey. Wait, really? I haven't mm-hmm. seen anything about Taylor Swift anywhere on my TikTok. See, we're, we live in very different bubbles, but I can confirm. As far as like the, I'm very involved in the, you know, Swifty community. Are you on like a Swifty Reddit? I've seen occasionally, but only for like research purposes when it comes to like getting tickets or something like that. Okay, you know? okay, okay, yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, everything I've seen, everyone's very excited for your uh, journey into Swifty Dom. And I'm, I'm excited, excited to, to see my outfit. Yeah. We haven't shown the costume yet. My, I think it's kind of niche. I think it's kind of niche. I think you're not going to know excited. what it's from. But I hope mine fits. We'll see. Oh, like, did really? you make it? Did you order it? I ordered it. Yeah. Um, I looked for the exact pieces she was wearing, but it was like so long ago and it was like designer pieces. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just get so like that. I'm so excited to see. I wonder what Eris. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm super excited, too. I'm super excited to learn about it. And then uh, the week after, we have our first guest, which I'm not going to say. Yep, I'm really excited. And a lot of people have been tagging this person on my TikTok. And like they are our first guest, which I'm super excited. And we have more guests lined up. And they're going to just, I feel like we have a really good like flow and really good guests coming up. So I'm super excited. And anyone you guys want to see, let us know. Yeah. I'll DM them. I have no shame. I'll DM everybody. Like, you want to come on back? I was shocked that people responded. And like, yeah, I will. I was like, okay. So um, anybody you want to see, let us know. And um, yeah, this has been just... Oh, wait. I was going to kick and I got caught in my fringe. This is such a cute outfit, but I'm sure it does not... Oh, that one. I mean, it is just trash. And Oscar and Moses. And we will see you next week for our Eras Tour show. Journey. Episode journey. <laughs> Lore. Bye. <laughs>